We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shine like cut, come out to play. <laughs> all my friends don't go fishing. They got to stay at home. They ain't Yes, good morning and welcome to the NQ Fishing Show on this, what is turning out to be a spectacular Saturday morning. Morning, Marty. Hey, good morning, Gaz. How are you, buddy? Fantastic to be back in the chair after my little getaway last Little week. rendezvous? Yes. Good for you. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. How much gold I bring back from Claremont. Wonderful. Falls. I'm a little... Uh, I do like the suit you're wearing today. Yeah, that's what happens when you Lovely. find a lot of gold. Diamond uh, buttons? Do you like my big gold necklace? I do. Yeah, lovely, yeah, yeah. mate. Puff no, Gary. Puff. That's, what, that's what I'm going to call you. 
<laughs> Puff Gary. Snoop. <laughs> or Lil Gaz. Snoop Gaz. <laughs> no, um, if, uh, if I was making uh, some jewellery out of the stuff I found, I would have the best tin and uh, metal ring or necklace going. It was Beautiful. good fun, though. Amazing to be down, uh, went to Claremont, as you know, and as, as, I do as know. you probably told uh, some our listeners why of my absence last mm-hmm. week when you had Dane and Nighty in, which... Uh, it, was a, it was a great show. I enjoyed it. All reports. It was very, very good. Dane was a really, really nice fella. He was so nervous, but when... Well, what's Nighty? Nighty's a great fella, <laughs> yeah, but we know Nighty. We've um, known Nighty well. I, I, I sold his praises last week with his generosity. and uh, that I heard was a, that. Yeah, yeah, and it was true. It is true. He's donated a lot back to... Back to um, charities, charities of all sorts, yes. shapes and sizes. I, uh, well, when did I first meet Nighty? In nineteen ninety-one. Wow, I think Nighty was still fifty then. Yeah, my, <laughs> I, I met Nighty in ninety-two. Yeah, um, at the Army Sports Fishing Club. Yeah, so there we go. We crossed paths before then in the army days because he was on a flight that I was on on a um, caribou um, heading to Horn Island oh, not the one where you all got seasick where we, no where we all thought we were going to die because they are doing a fuel transfer and caribous have this thing they can sometimes be a little bit dodgy is a good word and, um, and a very long story short but anyway yeah. so, so they're doing a fuel transfer where they send it from one wing to another and every now and again there's a bit of a uh, shall we say a bubble Air bubble. In and the fuel. Yeah, yeah. So and they're a noisy thing. So it's yes, they are. for you know, for ten hours. And then it was like <laughs> and we're, just, we're gliding. And then Nighty, he was the flight marshal on the flight. He popped his head out and come out and said, Don't panic everyone, this is a normal thing. Blah blah blah. And we're like, oh yeah, thank God. And and then next minute and she started up again. So oh, fantastic. Thirty seconds after that, again. And then Nighty comes out again. He goes, okay, we've got a bit of a problem here. We've just got to sort out all the weight and everything. The tuba players are all freaking themselves. <laughs> Why so are they usually the, the biggest? The, the weight in the in the plane. So And, and uh, thinking about dropping the back door. and It got half serious. And then we landed in this airfield in the middle of Idaho somewhere. Nowhere. Just, ugh. Nowhere, and um, and we got picked up by in them days. We just got the Blackhawks, and we all got picked up by Blackhawks and transferred because the uh, the caribou had decided she didn't want to fly. No it's more. still in that paddock. Oh, I don't know what happened to it. I just it, I just needed to get out. Yeah, it's still in that paddock with oh. vines growing over it. Oh my lord! So anyway, that's how I met Nighty, and um, and yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good story to. One of my mates, Marty, used to be a um, not Marty Price. No, um, used to be the uh, caribou. That would have been weird if you were talking about yeah. me. He, he used to be the caribou pilot back in the day. Wow, back in then he's flying doctors now. I love how they land in a crosswind. They get that angle up, and they almost look like they're going to land on their side. They, yes, they, they sort of tilt a little bit. Marty always used to say the caribou is the only plane that he flies that gets bird strike from behind. They fly that slow <laughs> oh, yeah. that the birds catch up and fly into them from behind. So, but that was a fantastic trip that one because it was um, they had this thing called the Island of Origin when we went there. So we were there for like you know the Edinburgh military, military tattoo that huge thing. Yeah, we were there for something on the. Minuscule scale, yeah. but 
apart on Thursday Island for it. So you do, you can't land anywhere on Thursday. So you you land at um, Horn Island and then you get on the the boat, which was a yellow ferry at that stage, and then go across. And uh, the whole thing, I, I was absolutely loving it from the moment. Yeah, you know, we nearly died to the end, and. Um, but a story that is uh, reminiscent with me, because they were like rocking horse poo at the, at the stage. Um, I walked into this little corner store, this little shop, which was, you know, your, your post office. Yeah, the combined butcher, store. Yeah. Fishing tackle, the whole show. And in the back corner was three, and I used to love these things, uh, three blue and white eight centimetre Nils Master Invincibles. And many white, and a very, very old friend from the early days um, had one, and he yep. caught absolutely everything on this lure. Everything. He was a good fisherman, but there was just something about it. But I could never, ever find a blue top, white sided Nils Master Invincible. And then I walk into this little corner store, there's three of them, brand new, in the box, sitting there. That looks like they come over on the original ship with <laughs> Captain Cook. I grabbed all three. Yeah, did they work for you? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they were great, great, great lures. And to this point, it, because I, I should extend on the story, because it was actually four lures. There were three Invincibles and one which was called a Bidgey. Oh, yes, the old the, Bidgey, yes. Yeah, which is basically an Invincible, but a smaller one. Yep. And um, I've still got the Bidgey. Six bibs later. But yes, you could buy the spare bibs. You back could buy in the, the spare bibs. Um, I've still got the Bidgey, which is a bit worse for wear. I hate the fact, because I left it in a. <clears throat> tackle box because obviously I didn't use it for many many years and it got, it's got a big rust mark on the side of it so this big brown sort of like that stain. would get on your goat because I, I know how you are oh it annoys With, me like I can rig a soft plastic and the hook can be just off center whereas you oh, yeah, no yeah. no I can't handle no. it can't handle it so I put it in the tackle box and I put it on the good side and I've cleaned it out and everything. So, um, but uh, fantastic memories. It just what was a bad memory? I mean, I've, I've oh, told you the story. Was the fish and fish chips chip shop? Yeah, yeah. So, so the band um, went and got fish and chips from from the local fish and chip shop on Thursday. Oh, and oh my lord, because we got so sick. Because remember when I went to Thursday Island the other year, and then I went to the museum. Yeah, and then I made that post up on on our Facebook page about you and your band members. Oh, man. If anyone wants to um, scroll way back into our story, I don't think we need to. But the funny thing was, is like half the band was spewing yeah. really, and the other half pooed themselves. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was that bad. And then we all, uh, about, what was it, 16 of us ended up in hospital. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it yeah. must have been a bad Bad. It was a really, really bad. So the, the band didn't sound real flash that that morning. Well, the you. tuba player wouldn't have wanted to push hard on his tuba. No, I've seen no, it popped no out one the wanted other to push end. hard, my friend. <laughs> oh, no, I, uh, I, that, I did that story uh, on our page. I'll find it there later and um, read it. No, please don't. It was quite amusing. Yeah, and I remember the kids fishing off the um, off the pier. It's beautiful. And, oh, the, the fish women around there. I mean, they weren't targeting. Uh, big fish or anything like that, but uh, uh, just re reminiscing on it now. If I knew what I knew now, gee, there would be some. Where's the barrows at First Island? Yeah, they'd get barrows all around. Those You'd islands. think so, wouldn't you? Yes. <coughs> You'd, and I would think all 
But it was just all... Across all those islands. It was almost like pelagic fish swimming around the shore and funny. I can remember like rainbow runners and, and GTs and all sorts of things. It was um, beautiful, beautiful area. It is a lovely area because when we went up the Cape the other year, drove yeah. up in, and tented it, we caught the ferry to Thursday Island. Beautiful getting there from um, Seisha. Yeah, driving along and and then all I all you do when you do something like that and everyone else who fishes would be exactly the same mm. is you look oh I wonder what's oh look at that rock of oh look at that yeah and you just look and you go geez I'd like to do and then that made me think geez it would be nice to bring my boat up here one year but to put my boat over that um over that road yeah I probably would go no I I may not no most definitely. Crab pots in the in the truck, mate. I've got crab pots in the back, you, mate. Yeah, you're gonna go get yourself crabs. I've had crabs before. Yes, and uh, they're not fun to cook. But, right, but uh, but yes, I'm gonna try a bit of crabbing. Everybody's getting crabs at but, the moment, and jockers, a lot of them. Yes, so no, I was talking to someone who got like twenty and and. Um, and, and, like, three of them weren't full, full. So they must be going rampant. Well. What is the plan, Gary? What does Gary Powers do when he up, goes crabbing? Straight up. No, it's a shocker. Dave, we need blinds in this back, studio, yeah. my friend. Do you know why it doesn't bother Dave? Because he works out of the other studio which back is facing that. Oh, side. does he really? Yes. So. We're not good enough for that studio. No, we are, but it's only got one phone line. Okay. Um, what I'm going after the show, drop the, the goodies off at Cleveland Bay Seafood and Tackle World. Yes. Prizes. And then uh, head home. Hmm. Hook the boat up and head down to uh, the Horton. Yes. And uh, throw the crab pots in. Good for you. I've, ta- I've got a, a couple of rods, not a lot. Because You I- might have to tie the pots off. Are the tides are a bit bigger than No, that's why I'm going the Savi. Okay, because tonight's tide and the more- is huge. Tomorrow- Three point. Yes. Four or three I looked five? At, I looked at uh, the m- tomorrow morning's tides. Yes. And then I went, no. No. I'll go straight after the show. Then tomorrow I can uh, hopefully cook my catch. But if you've got clean water at the Horton, you'd be crazy not to put a bar in the boat or try to. Well, when I go crabbing, I just tend to drive between my crab pots. So, righto, today's tide. So you and Kayleen are going? Yeah, mate, yep. So which gives you your eight pots? No, no, I only take five, mate. I'm, I'm not. Why? A, oh, I, don't, I can't be bothered, really. But I just go it down. That's not. If you, what, I can't understand that. Why would you go on a purpose crabbing trip and not take your full amount of crab pots you're allowed? But if I can't get a, I oh, see. I only want a couple of. Le- if I get a couple of legal crabs, I'm happy at that. Yeah, but it. you've got a better chance if you've got eight as opposed to five to get a couple. Yeah, but of I've legal got a crabs. better chance if I've got twenty in the water too. Yeah, but you're not allowed 20. You're allowed 12, 8, Gary. You're not going to win this argument. You are <laughs> no, not going to win this I'm argument. Only taking five. No one out in Radio Land is on your side. I've only got five, mate. I don't need eight. If I For can't, a dedicated crabbing trip. If I can't catch a crab out of eight, uh, five pots, I won't catch them out of eight. Righto. Six o'clock is three points. You put 20 rods in your boat, you can't catch a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Six o'clock this morning. See? But they're coming they're to get coming me or to you? Get me. No, that's because I've got 15 pots in the boat. <laughs> um, six o'clock this morning is a 3.52, and then quarter to one is a 0.99 low. So I will get down there for the low. Yes. And then there's just under... What to, what's on? What's um, the height of the low? Uh, is a 0.99, so a but that, That's not too bad. Yeah, and then six o'clock tonight, it's a 2.82. So all I've got 
it's under two metres run in. Hmm. So I'll crab that. And then because if I went in the morning tomorrow, yes. at quarter past 12 midnight is a 0.94, and then it runs into a 3.69. So that's pretty high. So if that I is. went down in the morning, I could just crab the top of the boat ramp and not even have to put my boat in. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, so uh, and then one point, uh, it's a 0.82 at 20 past one tomorrow, Arvi. So there's nearly three metres of run tomorrow. And what is our friend Mr. Wind doing this weekend? Mr. Wind? He has been quite... Delicious for a little bit here and there. Not so much for me of a night time. I haven't been able to get on the outside of my harbour for many a moon no, now. A few reports that um, people were saying um, over Easter, there was a couple of real squally winds st- yeah. through well, in, at night. Right I was to- talking to Grey yesterday, my yep. boss, and um, he was saying that it was um, he because he's into canoeing now. Oh. It's gone from lycra to canoeing. He still wears his oh. lycra. And probably toes a jet ski behind it just to get the trifecta. Does he fish out of a kayak? <laughs> I'm done. See ya. <laughs> but um, and he was saying that it was really, really windy. Like them canoes or whatever, kayaks are, are big. Yeah. And they were, they were getting water in them. So um, he oh. said they were breaking in. So it's quite blowy. And I'm I like, no, don't tell me that. I want it to be mill pond. Those people can be very dangerous out between the island and the strand when you're motoring across towards Palarandra or West Point. Well, I will tell you something super dangerous. Hang on, before nearly, you do yep. that, let me do the uh, wind. Today, they reckon four knots at 4am. Then 7 o'clock is five knots from the east-southeast, getting up to nine knots from the east-northeast this afternoon. So today's pretty good. And then tomorrow, Sunday, is uh, seven knots at 7am from the northeast. Um, the maximum it's going to be is 10 knots. What's tonight doing? Uh, tonight, Marty, for you on the wall is uh, nine, is seven knots from the northeast, maximum 10 knots. Yeah, uh, see, I don't. That doesn't excite me because it said that the last three weekends no, in a row and I can't do anything. Northerlies are terrible. Now, continue on about okay. your kayaker in the. Well, no, not my kayaker, but this was a really, really dangerous situation. I was having a little fish at the mouth of the marina, as I do. Yeah. Anyway, a, a pro boat has come in, and um, he's got all his yellow signage on the side and everything, and I'm not having a go at him. Yeah. No, I, I honestly don't think he thought about it, but needed to. So anyway, he, he was a, a pro trout boat. Yeah. And he's come in um, to the fuel wharf there, but they put their spotties on and they're banging and they're doing this. And as you know, at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, I want dead quiet. Mm. I want it shut down. So it was just too noisy for me. So after 10 minutes, I thought, right, that's it. I, I'm done. So I've come out of the mouth arena and I've gunned it, I've just, as you do. It's in the duck pond. And I've done, I'm going along at the bloody doing 100K an hour. Anyway, not realising, but, the pro boat has got a stack of dories with it. Hanging off the back. Hanging off the back. But he can't take them into the marina to fuel up. So he just left the dories there. None of them with any lights on it. And the dories have gone with the wind and the tide, have gone straight across heading to the rock pool. <sighs> so yeah, yeah. So oh, dead set, when I come to a halt, my prop come between two ropes. I saw him at the last moment and I've done a yep. proper... Scream because I thought I'm in big trouble. Because you know, yeah. you hit one of them big fiber class dories at the speed that I was doing, you're not coming back from that. And oh. he just wouldn't have thought about it, I hope. Yeah. Or he wouldn't have thought well, that there was going to be some idiot out. at two, yeah. three o'clock in the morning. But 
Yeah, yeah. So the, all of all of these dories had drifted across into the path. Like if it was a cabin cruiser or something come through, it just would have cleaned them up. There was no no halting. As it was for me because I saw them at the last moment because that was on that dead night, the, no moon, no moon whatsoever. And it brings me to another point actually in that if you ever go onto that duck pond, you just – I take a fairly wide berth, which I've done on this time because a lot of them, for some reason, a lot of them um, yachties like to sit on that edge Yes. They don't go into the duck pond as such, where it's safe harbour and so forth. And then there's a, a percentage of them that don't have a light on. No mask, no nothing, which is horribly policed. Take a photo of a baron, you get done. But you can have a giant yacht without a light on in the middle of the night. And you're fine. And, and, and you're fine. Different, so, and, and look, there's at any one time, there's 20 yachts in there. Yes. Out of that, there's about seven that doesn't have a light on. And that's dangerous. It is dangerous because we still go into the duck pond, and there's no speed limit in that duck pond. But for self preference, you, you, you just got to yeah. knock it back a bit because. That, and even if the yachts aren't there, there's there's boys there that's not lit up as well. Anchorage. So so if a yachty's gone over the island or something for the weekend, come back and tie up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you you won't see his boy. So in that duck pond, guys, just take it. Nice and easy in there. And then when you do come through, I know that's a one in a thousand chance of it happening, but maybe just take that slider. That was interesting about route. the trout boats. Yeah, yeah. Very dangerous. Most and and you can see how they just wouldn't afford about it. You will yeah, unhook we'll here and, and come back. Yeah, yeah, fuel up and come back. Not realising. Because when they're all in a row, that's a lot of length. Yeah, shit yeah. Yeah, they tow a big chain of them. So, anyway. Interesting. All right, let's go to a song and an ad break. Prime. You're early. Yeah. It's no, 20, 20 past 7. Yeah, I'm getting in there, mate. Not well, tell me about the finger mark first. And what, what prizes? No, we have in our Iron Man 4x4 bag. Oh, the Ethan Farrell flat cap. Very we, nice. We have the Hummingbird cap. We have from the boys at Alley Tech the awesome crab. Good morning, Jamie, Tanya, I'm, Chris. I may need one of them to measure me crabs. Just wondering what you're going to say then, Gary. Oh, it's too small, Marty. Um, this from Alitech, awesome crab measure with bottle opener on that. In we'll the, just let that one slide, in folks. In the uh, bag there, we've got some Berkeley Gulp slime to now, give away. Now, been doing a little bit of research on our Berkeley Gulp slime. Yeah. It's a 50-50, incredibly popular. People love it, and then there's a 50% that absolutely yeah, hate always it. always the way. Always the way. I... Can't wait to use it. Just drop one of my prawns or something in there. Yeah. To give it a go. Apparently, it's a little bit messy, but like anything, you're going to learn how to yes. do it a bit better. Um, from RID, we have some insect repellent, our wonderful partners at RID. We have a little NQ fishing show prawn to throw around. We have. Is that what you're calling them? The NQ Fishing Show Prawn. Everyone's got them on the market. Yes, they, they come under about 28 different names. Yeah. We thought we were on to a winner until the other 474 people did oh, too. Oh, we did, mate. I, I was going for the... And you know what? They're crackers. They're good. They're, yeah, they're really, really good. Some awesome eagle claw hooks and a fish measuring sticker courtesy of Renee and Danny down there at Tackle World. Very good. Also, our $50 Cleveland Bay seafood voucher and a $25... Tavern Meat Voucher, Tavern Meat Voucher. of Mal and Tavern Meat. Yeah. And to our wonderful listeners and to the kiddies that won the uh, prizes last week, thank you so much for putting the photos up. We truly appreciate it and, and, and supporting. And the candy wrapper. The, the candy wrapper store. Yeah, if so to want. the candy wrapper, Rick and um, Peter. 
Yep, and if truly you're, thankful, uh, chasing some awesome lollies, head down to the candy wrapper near just up the road from the Centen in Pimlico. There, it is. I know exactly where. It is. Well, let's go to your song and ad break. But when you come back, I want to talk about Colleen's finger mark for a moment. I know you don't want to. I put her onto it. Oh, here we go. That's I, I was guiding. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I'd be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I've been wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in, hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing and loving every day. Early in the morning, late in the evening, I'm getting red dirt rich and Flint River paid. Hunting, fishing, and loving every day.
holiday from crime fighting in Gotham City. No rest from danger, though, because all around us is that deadly daily danger. Thanks, Batman. G'day, Dave Daly. Hitching a ride inside your car radio. Nice car you got here, too. Weekdays at Sparrow's Fart. It's very Townsville. The Dave Daly Show, only on 4K1G. Too deadly. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kaisan Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kaisan. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com. Or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. You're looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service, and all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the NQ Fishing Show. Indeed. Indeed. Lot of, have you have got I... my microphone on, Gary, or you've been rude? No, no. no. You're, you're, because I'm on the wrong microphone. Yeah, maybe if you get to the microphone that's actually <laughs> switched on. Tell me. Thanks for the support, everyone, about the five crab pots. It's been awesome. I'll oh, you're, you're full of crap, you <laughs> bloody idiot. <laughs> Tell me, is, is crab pot rope important? Crab, mate, I had uh, Joe ring in of, of Joe and John O fame. And uh, Joe said, don't forget to check your crab pot ropes. Oh, really? What a coincidence. Yeah, because Joe last the story. went to pull his crab pot in and the rope snapped. But they did manage to get the – found the crab pot on the side imaging. As you do. And, Easily. And uh, hooked it up with the uh, lure retriever and got it back. So. Oh, very good. And the ropes on my crab pots have been on there for about 25 years. I was talking to Mick. He gave me the, uh, the hot tip. On the uh, crabs, which I'll let you know a little bit later. I need all the help I can get. Indeed, indeed. Talk to me about the finger mark. Lovely finger mark. 84 centimetre finger mark. 84, and that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a good one. Uh, And he was one of them proper grumpy, angry, mean-looking things too. Well, the weekend before Easter, um, after on the Sunday, decided to go to the island for see if there was any barras. It was big big tides again. But those northerly winds... Mm. are just annoying along rocks and, oh, they are. and stuff like that. So I went there, nothing, went over to the beaches um, at Palaranda. Um, by the time I got back into the boat and put my clothes on, it was time to go. And <laughs> 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 nothing along the, the beaches, Barsom, Trevally, 
But the weather was starting to drop out. Right. And I said, let's go out to Pass Bay Rock. Got a couple of bits and pieces, little shoals and stuff out there. Yes. That we uh, find some finger marks. So off, off we went, blasted out there. Got out there, a little bit lumpy. Mm. So threw the, the Dr. Evils out, deep dive. Well, we're talking out near Bay Rock here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can't about, catch a bloody thing out there, there is. About a kilometre away. Right. So threw the, the deep divers out, need an eight metre lures out there. Okay, which uh, Dr. Evils are? Or, and I also, the uh, Crazy Deeps. Which is a great okay. lure. There's quite a few that get down to that 20 foot, so 20, yeah. 23 foot. So I went over my little marks. There was plenty of fish on, like fish on them, but nothing biting. Right. Um, so rule of thumb, and as we know with with predatory fish, if you can find a bait school away from structure, you got half a chance. And you and I and you do out here where I go. Right. Um, so I'm just travelling along because the bait doesn't hold over no structure at this time. No, no, I go away from structure. But on the it, as as a lot of us do. Yes, so yep. I went away from structure because a bait school will form, could be 100 metres away. This bait school mm-hmm. is 150 metres away on mud. And, mate, that's a good thing that you've mentioned there, and we've mentioned it once or twice. Where a lot of us, when we chase our finger marks, especially on wrecks, yep. I don't concentrate on the wreck. Yes. I concentrate 50 metres around the wreck because they do circles around it. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong, of course they live in the wreck, but they when we catch them, we're catching them on barren ground off it. Well, they're out and about mm. um, feeding. When they're in the wreck, they're tucked up in the wreck or they're just floating around the top mm. of it. They're not doing it. And we'll deal. have people that will argue with, with you and I on that. But yeah. for us, it's, it's true. It works. It works for us. But anyway. But what you, um, what you if concentrate on a bait school, when I do the billfish, um, when we do the billfish show in a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, <sighs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll um I'll explain my my thought process. Can't you do the billfish show next weekend when I'm not here? Can do if you get want. get someone where you get Sheree in on the phone. Yeah, and get and get someone who can um, like yourself because you are handy with a bill. I'm you can catch a billfish out of yeah, a small I boat. Go all right with so the, the you billies. have a lot to offer. And you know what? I don't. I would be. And you know, I've caught sales, but minimal, and yeah. more arse than class. So. I reckon you should book in next week. It's the Marlin show. Yep, have Shez in and have... Get have ready for a message, Shez. Marty's, uh, Marty's away for next Saturday. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, on a, so I'm get... on a promise, my friend. What's his name? But actually, th- before we go any further, let yeah. me mention that. So um, this coming Friday night, the 21st, I'm going to see um, there's a, a band and I've seen these these guys live many, many moons ago and you know, lead singers Adam and uh, Chocolate Starfish. And yeah. they are really, really, really good. They uh, done that re- remix of your Sylvain, you know the one? Yes. Um, of Carly Simons. And uh, and as far as a remix goes, it was a cracker version of it. Anyway, long story short, this guy's a bit of a fan of Meat Life. Um, so... At the Civic Theatre this um, Friday night, 21st, he's um, doing the Bat Out of Hell concert and he's um, doing a bit of Jim Stein and stuff, a bit of Bonnie Tyler, a bit of, you know, which are all... But he's doing the full, the full meatloaf, Bat Out of Hell, and the full band, and he's fantastic live, this guy's. So if you're scratching and want something to do and you, and you sort of think, hey, that might sound fun, it's going to be a really, really good concert. 
Go. Book it'll in. be good. Do it. And Townsville, unfortunately, we whinge that we never ever get concerts, never get this, never get that, and then we get a concert that comes, and then no one supports it. You'll I mean, if you get Pink that turns up, you'd sell out that stadium fifty times over. But the smaller ones, we don't fully. Well, and I'm, I'm in that same boat. So well, I I got my as soon as they announced that Kiss was coming to town, I got got my ticket. That whole thing away. was just a, was a shambles. Of, uh, yeah. Luckily, I got all my money back, so... I'm yeah, uh, but that was really sad for Townsville. Gene got crook on a concert. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Um, last three well, to week, to playing live in yeah. concert. And, but he didn't go off stage, so they brought a chair out. And it just looked funny seeing Gene Simmons. That's what happens when you're 95 years old. Hey, you what know, an effort, though. You know what Oof. annoyed me um, with my Kiss stuff? When the first concert was announced, I bought some really good tickets in a good spot. Mm-hmm. And then when they cancelled that date and went to the second date, the area I'd bought really good tickets in was then not so good. The tickets were $40 cheaper in that. Really? Yes, I I would have been filthy. So, but I got my money back because I knew they weren't coming. So, no. So, well, we yes. were praying, we were yeah. hoping, and just to say, look, you've got to be in the right, and we'll get back to fishing in a moment, you've got to, these guys are 75 yeah. onwards, so so you're not going to get an absolute, but it's still Kiss. Yeah, I'd over, I've seen them once, but... Mm. Seen, are you a dynasty or a dynasty? Dynasty. Dynasty? Yeah. i seen them many, many years ago when they went to VFL Park in, in Melbourne, mm. and we spoke about that on the show before, because my mate... Rodnowski got hit in the head by a whole roast chook in the food fight. And that's a whole nother story. Um, that was you getting barreled over by Andrew Simons on the cricket pitch. No. <laughs> Streaking across it. No. Um, yeah, the, so anyway, we're the out mark. past there where you're trolling. You've I'm, got your Dr. Evil, eight metre. Yep. Threw it through the through the lures out and off we went. We went over the, the wreck and the bits and pieces, mm-hmm. uh, not secret spots. So... So you can, times can get a good one there, but no, there was a bit of a show on it and then nothing, so off I went to another spot. Um, found a bait school about 150 metres away on nothing. Bingo. Just, yes, and I always go, I like this, and it was standing perfect. Oh, it was a Christmas tree? Yeah, so it looked Oh, good. baby. So as soon as we went over it, Kayleen's rod just screamed off. Huh. And I went, oh, this is pretty good. This is pulling line. Was she holding on to the rod at no, the time? No, we just put them in the rod holders and just mm-hmm. do and just drive along. Not really fishing. Well, there's a fair bit of weight on an eight metre. There bloody is in there when you're trolling. You said there's no jigging. No, at at forty four knots. So we're trolling, troll around. Oh, so you're knot. not putting? No, don't putt. You've got to get it down. Finger mark like a bit of speed. Okay. Anyway. As soon as we went over it, bang, this thing took off. So I started winding mine in, and then with deep diving lures, the pressure on the bib pushed my lure onto Kayleen's line. Plus you're spiteful. And wrapped it up. And as much as I... Accident, re- you reckon? Yeah, as much as I was reefing on my lure, I could not snap <laughs> her line. Um, <laughs> So I got it all the way up there. Then, as you do, being the courteous fisherman, I am, I got the scissors and I cut my leader. Good and lad. Took the do you handle them situations well or do you yeah. yell and they feel very calm? No, no, calm, mate. Right. And, and that comes down to fishing for billfish. Right. Because when you're fishing for billfish, the two of you, everything's got to be... Everything's got to be in order and a system. You can't have stuff on the floor because yep. you've got four rods out 
when you chase billfish and out of a small boat and the possibility of hooking four fish at once is is good because we've mm. done it a few times so you've got to be really on the money you've got oh, to be yeah. on the ball someone's got to know their job someone's got to clear this clear that so yep. so when it gets to stuff like that no i said i'm just i'm looped around your your line um i'll just bring my lure in just hold there for a sec cut that cut it undid it then off it comes so mm. and and that's a that's a um a tip for 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 most people know it um if someone's onto a good fish and your hook's hooked around their line or your lure is don't frig around trying to untangle it cut your line get your lure off get your hook off get whatever so that good fish can come in so so anyway it was coming to the boat after its first big run um and i i was watching the rod tip and think reasonable size finger mark are pretty easy to pick they have a blistering first run yeah then they come to the boat see the boat and off they go right and being in the bay, it's not the cleanest water. No, but um, you can tell. Yeah. You certainly can tell. When, so, Ooh, this is a goodie. Yeah, so it got under the boat, and then I couldn't see it, and woo, off it went again. I went, oh, no, this is a good finger mark. I was watching the little pressure yeah, yeah. on the tip of the rod, and then up it come to uh, the side of the boat and went, holy dog. Kayleen excited? Yeah, really, mate. That was her PB finger mark. Have we sampled the wares yet? Oh, beautiful. We beautiful. Had, that night we had it. Yum. We, we ate it that night. So um, 84 centimetres of quality finger marks. So it's wonderful. The, so it was beautiful. And then... We, so did you find that bait school again? Because obviously you no, would have turned around and looked for it again. No, no, it had gone. Gone? Yeah. yeah. Do you think... if Were you unlucky not to get a hook up as well? Or do you reckon it was just one feeding in there? Um, running two lures at, at different setbacks. Um, yep. Um, my, when you say setbacks, you have one at you have, yeah. 20 metres and one at oh, 30. Oh, usually a little bit further. Oh, one around eight 30. metres... Yeah, one when you're 30. running them eight meters, you really need about fifty meters of line. Yeah, I'm out about agree? thirty-five, forty meters, yeah. and then Kayleen usually drops hers shorter. So the fish that was higher in the water column um, was the fish that took the uh, took the lure. So yeah, so yeah, as soon as I got mine in, then went back around it, and then I went after we'd got it in the boat and done all the bits and pieces, bleed it and put it on ice and stuff like that. I went back over to the little shoaly rocky mark. Yeah, and uh, the the squid wrecks. From Nomad, I had one in the boat and I thought, this is going to be good because there's a heap of fish showing on the top of this rock and I'm going to drop my squid wrecks down. Right. And that's the vibe, <laughs> which I paid over $20 for. Yes. Um, because I can't get a sponsorship yet. Um, so I dropped this squid wrecks down, two jigs, and, mate, they have some serious vibing action when they're under the water. Second drop down... I've hooked onto the rock or the bit of steel or whatever it was. Bingo. <laughs> Gone. Ding. I lost it. Out of here. So I said, nah, we've got a good fish. Let's go home. So we motored all... Oh, that would have hurt, though. Two brand new squid rexes, both gone. Dump oh, only the one. No, oh, you only lost one? I only lost one. Right. Yeah, yeah no, I only lost the one. But second drop, bang, gone. So I j- dropped it. No, I took it out of the packet, clipped it on, dropped it down. When, oh, this did it feel all right? Yeah, it feel really, really good. And this was the middle size. Dropped it down. Went, geez, this feels good. Oh, there's a bit of structure there. Wound it in, repositioned the boat again. Dropped it down. Went, oh, there's structure down there. <laughs> Pop. Oh, oh, see you so, later. So I've got a brand new empty box. I'd be going back to that spot though. Oh, it's all right. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It's a good little spot. What was the weather like? 
Beautiful. It glassed out nicely. I came. So you didn't flog yourself heaven across the bay this time? Uh, on the way over, <laughs> I did. It was so. So yeah, flogging across the bay, it was a little bit um, lumpy, but it settled right down. When I came back, um, it was glass. I came back at in my boat twenty six knots all the way. To wow, the, that's to full the speed. Harbour. So that's pretty almost top speed. For yep. mine. Um, when I was happy with that. So, no, it was good, mate. We had a good little trip. A um, few Trevally dropped in there and a few fish around. So. Hey, you only needed – no one's going to knock an 85. Yeah, 84. That was, I was a bit uh, disappointed 84. this week. Uh, like one of our um, one of our mutual friends in, in Cam White um, and Queenie Bauer has been spanking them. And, uh, and and they put a photo up where um, they had um, a photo of, of five good-sized oh, barras in Cam the esky. Oh, that was Cam Oh, Chris Quinny Wright. Went, yeah. yeah. Quinny, Quinny went the week before, week wasn't before. it? Yeah, so, you know, so they, they've certainly been finding them and spanking them. And uh, and as per usual, social media and, yeah. and the uh, the do-gooders got on there and just um, attacked them. Attack them for. God, you're allowed to keep. They could have kept ten barrels. And you know wanted. what? Cam was honest, and I, I said to Cam, I said if I, if I was there, I would have taken my ten because I, yeah, feed you, my family. So does Cam, and so Whitey. does Cam. And Cam said, well, you know what? If I had room on my esky, I would have taken more. Yeah. And and Cam doesn't fish every weekend. No. So, but someone always finds it within themselves to think, you know what, I'm going to have a crack at this bloke for, for doing something 100% legal. Legal, yes, I know. Yeah, and and those people probably speed. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know. I've seen, I seen the comments. There was a, uh, a post um, on last weekend, um, and a lot of people um, who's on particular pages, mates fishing photos and all of them, um, but there was a boat in the in the Ross with three or four blokes on board who had just been absolute bloody idiots. I've seen that one too. Yeah, well, there was about three posts from three separate people who posted this a picture of this boat up. Who didn't? None of them knew each other, but whatever this idiot or idiots were doing must have been really nasty, really stupid for three completely different sets of families or people or fishermen to post a photo of his photo and say, hey, did anyone see this guy on the water on the weekend? I do hope, because Fisheries was tagged. Yes. And the number is clear as day able to be seen. Now, I can guarantee, well, I hope not. I really, 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 really hope that the Fisheries actually had a crack at doing their job and um, and went and had a chat to because um, they come close to some um, elderly people and, and and scared them yes um, and and uh, were speeding inside the harbor and so forth so apparently the gentleman who owns a boat jumped on there and said his piece and apologized and oh did he yeah from from what I've seen so but good old social media. well he must have surely he must have been on the grog then oh, who he knows? must have had a skinful. Uh, which, which, look, if he's done that, okay, fair enough. Give him his kudos for that. Yeah. Good man up. But uh, speaking with Water Police before I went away um, for Easter, um, we're going to organise to have the Water Police on every once a month or something oh, like that. Oh, that would be good. Um, what they said. At least they got the balls to come on. Yeah, no, they'll be good, mate. Because yeah. they were telling me one, of their, fisheries. one of their biggest um, heartbreaks, I suppose, or annoyances is people putting a trip sheet in yeah. and not coming back on that time and not altering it. Mm. So the other week when we ha- weekend we had really good weather, the awesome job the Coast Guard do because the, the water police get involved as soon as um, there's 
might be an issue. Yeah. But it's not the Coast Guard or the Water Police. Mm. It's the wives or the girlfriends ringing and going, oh, my boyfriend's yeah. two hours overdue. Whereas the guys are still out the reef mm. hooking fish in and go, oh, crikey, we were supposed to be in two and a half hours ago. Yeah. And and Water Police and Coast Guard jump on the, on the mics trying to call these boats and they don't answer. Um, so then they have a little scan of the car park and some of these guys... Um, sneak back in in the cover of darkness and still don't check out. All how they find out is, and they, this is a really important thing. This you're is talking really about. important. This takes up a lot of um, resources because they they're looking for these guys, um, and then they sneak back in in the middle of the night, mm. jump in their car and take off. And mm. the only reason the coast guard and the water police know they're back is their car and trailer's so what, gone. Okay, let's say. Because obviously Coast Guard closes on the weekend at six, is it? Yeah, six so or seven. On let's the- say you're, you're out there, you're having a good time. All of a sudden, it's eight o'clock, and you're oh, there's an after hours number. There is. Yes. That was my next question. Yeah, there is an after hours. So, do you dial that number, or is there an after hours? Is there like a, a station? Like if you call two two, you're not going to get the Coast Guard or no, sixteen. No, they're going to two two as you think. But but what if you're out there, decide to stay the night? You don't have a cell phone go, or you don't have a sat phone. Mate, there is a app you can log your trip sheet on. Right. So you can alter. I've got it on here somewhere, the Coast Guard app where you can log your trip on now. So you can go to their website, get on there, and uh, and and let them know. When so, we um, have the water police on board, I'd love to have a chat to them about the, the police boat. It's a beautiful rig, that. Yeah. Uh, I do love it, seeing it. So a, a lot of their resources when the weather is really good is taken up with people not extending their trip right or wives ringing going oh they're two hours overdue i can't get hold of them on their phone and see that's even more poignant since there was a uh are they still looking for that gentleman general, yeah they're still looking for one they found the others but anyway where, where did that happen out off Mackay, out of a Mackay. long way out off Mackay. so so yeah so just um be mindful of that and um we'll uh endeavor to i've got like normal i've got to put a uh, like an email together and send it to the police and say this is what we want to talk about once a month. Um, it might be compliance, it might be this, it might be what, what you got, guys do, what you get up to mm. when you're sitting out the reef, do you have a fish and stuff like that. So just pretty cash stuff. So we'll get them. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And that was a good good little um, session. Yeah, mate, what I want to talk about when we get back is um, lures. We talk about lures a lot. Um, whether it be macro lures, barra lures. I would love to. Um, but size, when we drop back in size, because someone like yourself, size does matter. So I want to... What uh, do you mean by that? <laughs> it just does. So you Why'd can talk, you laugh then? You can talk about the small lures. I'll talk about the big lures. Let's go to a song. And At least mine works. Let's go to a song and an ad break. <laughs> Trouble and they found me, yeah they found me, yeah they found me 
COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It is time of the morning to head to Motorco and have a chat with Mick. How are you, mate? Yeah, really good, Gav. That's the way. How is your Easter? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I can hardly hear you. You need to turn the volume up a little bit. Come on, Gaz. Can you hear me now? Oh, a little better. Go talk louder. Can you yeah. hear me now? Can you hear Marty? <laughs> Can you hear me, Getty? <laughs> is, Mar- is Marty okay? Volume wise? Yeah, yeah, Marty, Marty's, yeah you, you sound like you're, you're down the other end of the studio, mate. How's that? Nah, pretty much the same. Oh, everything's pretty cool here. I don't know what else oh, okay. I can do. Oh, well, I hope there's not too much traffic going past, otherwise, I won't be able to hear what you're saying. No, surely not. How's that? Hang no. on. Is that better? No. No? No better? Must be, <laughs> must be your end. Oh. Has to oh, be I'll your end. I'll, I'll turn the volume up on my phone. Try that. No, it's up flat out. So. Oh, I don't know what anyway, it is. Anyway. I, I don't yeah. know. I think I'm coming over the air reasonably loud. I don't know. People will let us know. Hey, uh, <laughs> mate, did you know that a lot of women actually turn into good drivers? Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're a good driver, watch out for women turning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I now. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Marty's gone. No, the, the old, the old uh, cog was ticking fairly yeah. slow there. Sorry, yeah. boys. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're treading on some. Uh, oh, I know, some mate. There, buddy. I know. Hey? I'm really walking the tightrope on that one. But Gav was just saying that it's coming through loud and clear on radio. Oh, it's just so. you, Mick. Uh, it must be just me, eh? Uh, yeah. Turn yeah. Your Got to lift aid. your game up a bit, buddy. Turn your hearing aid up, mate. 
What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know when <laughs> I was <laughs> when I was in Claremont the uh, over Easter, there was yeah. this old fella in with his camper trailer not far from us, and I seen him pack up, and off he yep. went on Monday, and then he came back about fifteen minutes later. So as you do when you're in a caravan park, you wander over to see what's going on. And uh, yeah. I, I said, oh, because he was looking in the grass, and I said, oh, mate, you need a hand. You obviously lost something. And he said, yeah, I've lost my other hearing aid. This isn't a joke. This is a true story. <laughs> and uh, I like said, you're leading down that road. Yeah, I know. That's why I thought I'd clear it up before there yeah, was no okay. punchline. Anyway, I started scanning the grass, and he, he pulled the other hearing aid out of his ear and said, it looks like this. It was tiny. It was a little grey thing. And uh, I said, mate, I, my eyes aren't good enough to see. I'm flat out seeing your camper trailer. And um, we couldn't find his hearing aid. But when he walked over to his camper trailer, his one hearing aid that he had started beeping because it was trying to Bluetooth to the other one. And I said, mate, it's obviously in your camper trailer somewhere because when you walk away... But $9,000, this hearing aid. Jeez. That's what I said. I gave him the funnel out of the car to stick to his ear and said, here, mate, this will do you good. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Did, you, did, you, did you find any gems while you are out there, mate? No, I didn't, mate. I uh, I didn't find any gold. I found some bits of tin. Kayleen found a pair of sunglasses, and I found a uh, old torch that didn't work, so... Found some batteries for a hearing aid. Now, I'll tell you the story of before... <laughs> no, no, it was beeping. It's in his camper trailer, mate. I told him that. Um, what I did do, Mick, though, and this was the story yeah. of the of the Easter, before I went down to Claremont for my little Easter jaunt, I got my detectors out of the shed and got my little gold nugget because with a detector you tune it into the sound of the nugget. Yeah. So I got Kayleen's little old detector out and put this nugget on the ground in my backyard and started Kayleen's detector up, waved it over the gold nugget and it makes gold makes a distinctive sound different to yep. um, tin and wire and all that type of thing and went, oh, yep, and then I did tweaked a few more settings <coughs> and um, then I went... Then I went back over it. Yep, yep, I've got the sound, got the headphones on. Then I moved the the detector away from it about two and a half foot and then it went over another little signal and I went, geez, that sounds exactly like gold. And then I went back over the nugget and went, and it makes a distinct, went back over the little target buried in my yard and I said, yeah. geez, that is gold, a gold noise. But it could have been a ring pull top off a can. But I walked away, then about 15 minutes later it got the better of me. So I went back and I got the digger out and your little shovel and I dug a hole and I pulled a men's gold wedding band out of my backyard. Yeah. That's true. Right. Well, well done. Yeah, but it was so. it had broken. It must have been hit by the mower or something like that. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. So I was, think Mick was waiting for a stronger punchline. No, but it's not a story. <laughs> it's not. It's true. I was waiting for you to dig up a, a bloody 20-ounce nugget or something. No, mate, not in the back. Mate, it was still solid gold, this ring. And then last yeah. night, yesterday afternoon, I thought the other pieces must be around somewhere because it might have been hit by the mower over the years. Yeah. And I found the little piece that had had been chopped out of no, it. Very so, good. So I found more gold in my backyard than I did at Claremont. 
<laughs> but it was good, mate. Don't, don't, don't yell out too much, mate. You'll have a whole heap of people detecting in your backyard this afternoon I, when you get home from work. I mate, when I first got my detector, the amount of holes... Greg Evans is there now. Yeah, the amount... <laughs> just pull up. The amount of holes I dug in my backyard and the grief I got off Kayleen for digging holes in the yard, they won't want to get their shovel out. Because, <laughs> yeah, you, you get copped. What you send me today, Mick? You sent me a little, a little you? I say it's a, uh, I think it's the eleventh month or twelfth month, two thousand and seventeen, Holden, Colorado. Yes. Four by four, turbo diesel single cab Ute. Um, yes. It's only done one hundred and nineteen thousand k's. Yes. Automatic. Uh, got a alloy dropside tray on it, um, and a tow bar, and we put some um, aftermarket sort of Sunraysia style wheels on it yesterday, so just to dress it up a little bit. But uh, looking good. Very very tidy car. Yeah, one owner. Yes, um, little very, old lady very, very drove very it to church. It, no, no, not this one. That'd no, be a bit rough for that. <laughs> yes. Lose the dentures or the batteries would fall out of the hearing no. aids. And... Nice little tray back. It is a good little tray back, mate. You don't see too many in the automatics at the moment, and four wheel drive as well. So, uh, and um, I think that one is thirty two nine ninety. Perfect. Away. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, four wheel drive, single cab, Ute, automatic, turbo diesel. Ready to go. Yeah, no, it's a nice little thing. Hook the boat up and off you go. Hook the camper trailer yep. up and head to Claremont and find bits <laughs> of tin and stuff. Or to your place, one of the two. Oh, yeah, no, don't go to my place. I'm going to go right... When Kayleen goes to work, I'll have half the backyard dug up by the time she gets home. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it was good, mate. What'd you get up to over Easter? Not much, mate. Just played a little bit of golf, caught up with Parksy. Oh, um, how's the big fella hitting them? Yeah, he's getting better. He's, yeah. uh, he, he's certainly uh, striking the ball a lot better. So uh, could he get any worse? A, a couple of more lessons so from Davy Lord. So uh, he, he's on. He's getting on top of it. So ah, oh, nice. As, as with all golfers, mate, we all have we have more bad shots than we do good shots. So, uh, but yes. he, he's getting better. He's getting more good shots than bad shots. There is one like out of a whole round of golf for a Gumby golfer like us. There is one shot that is so spectacular that even Tiger Woods couldn't do it. But you only get yeah. one. For a whole yep. round. Yep. Yeah, and that's what so, keeps you coming back next week. It does, mate. You might hit it over a tree and it lands a foot from the pin, yep. um, but you only do one, whereas Tiger Woods does that about <laughs> 40 times in a round. That's why they call it hit and hope, mate. Yes, it is, mate. Good on you, yeah, buddy. Golfing, you. Golf today? No, no, no golfing today. No, we've, we've, um, we've got a, our, our um, very late... Um, Christmas party slash um, social work gathering party tonight. So uh, it kicks off at 5.30 this afternoon, so I won't have time to go and have a hit and uh, get over there to, to get onto the onto the free drinks. So uh, oh, good. missing out today. All right. Hey, uh, and the what? gang, I took my car in to get serviced uh, before I went away. The gang looked after me exceptionally yep. well, like always. So uh, Yeah, good. Anyone looking for a service, um, head yep, into... We do those as well, not yeah. only just sell cars, we, will, you know, we can service any car, so it, uh, we've got a very qualified workshop over there in our Audi and Porsche workshop, so... Yeah, you've got um, Ben, Richard and... Is it Beck in there? Yep. Yeah, yep, Beck. That's it, yeah. So I chat very to all three when I go in. Good team. Yes, no, they, mate, it was uh, exceptional. The service was exceptional yeah. from Benny and Richard and Beck. Oh, it's always good. So anyone yeah, good, want a service, um, head in there and see the gang. It's perfect. Yeah, good. yeah. Absolutely. What time are you home till today, Mick? Till one o'clock today, mate. We're down here, sixteen eighteen Bowen Road, opposite the Audi and Porsche Centre, obviously, and yep. um, and opposite the Rising Sun uh, Shopping Complex. It's uh, getting turned into a gym, apparently. So uh, I thought it was an Aldi. Oh, I wish. 
And why? You've spent most of your time over at the Donut King or 7-Eleven <laughs> across the road. Yeah, uh, giving them a bit of a hide in the last few yeah, weeks. Yeah, I reckon. Been good. Well, there's a path worn across the road. Yes. You're going well. It, that isn't true. <laughs> that's turning into a gym, is it? <laughs> hey? That's not. You haven't heard that's another gym in Townsville? Where? At the old supermarket near the Rising well, Sun Well, I think Hotel. it's a, like a wellness centre or something. From from what I can gather, it's like a little bit of a gym and a wellness centre. Is that where you walk over? I'm not really sure. At the end of the day, you'll be able to walk over there for a bit of wellness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go and get a couple of donuts and then go and work out. <laughs> Good stuff, Mick. What time are you there <laughs> till today? One o'clock, 1618 Bowen Road. Call in and say good day and have a look at that great little Colorado Ute, so ready to go. Good on you, Mick. We'll talk to you next All right. Saturday. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. You too, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Yes. Bye. There's Mick from Motorco. Uh, got a beautiful little Colorado 114,000. Barely one Hardly used cars these days. Mate, they get some cars that uh, have hardly got any kilometres on them. Even mm. When I got my Navara off him, it had 60,000 kilometres on it. Well, our 2019 Kia has got 27,000 on it. We just don't use it because of the work car. Yeah, yeah, which is fair. What's that, 19? So, that, yeah, going on four years old. So it only goes to Bunnings and back. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's exactly what it does. And every now and again, if I want to take it for a strap down the strand, we do that. But everything else, use the, use the company car. Good stuff. Let's go to a quick ad break. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, when we change up or change down in size of lures. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong. Built to last. Built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outpost. With Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models. And everything in between. There's a Destroyer Boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer Boats. Yamaha. Townsville Marine. Station sponsor. Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this. Speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. With the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef. The time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. You know, Motorco is a go when it comes to saving us mobs on bucks. And ever since they delivered my new dual cab ute, I can now truly say that I've been everywhere, man. Need a new car or truck? You should go with Motorco. Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. A little bit of a breeze, I see the trees. That was a quick break. Oh, no song that one. We'll just get through a few ads there and we'll back into it. Don't forget to uh, jump on the phones uh, during the ad breaks or song breaks <laughs> just to get yourself a number to go into the draw to win some awesome prizes. And also... Um, don't forget, still running on our Facebook page is the photo comp to win the uh, couple of nights for you and your mates or your family up Lucinda Fishing Lodge. So take a photo of a fish or 
or you catching a fish or whatever you want to do and throw it up on our Facebook page and at the end of the month uh, one lucky family or bunch of blokes will win a awesome couple of nights up at Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Marty, we're yeah. talking about um, lures and, oh, yeah. uh, and when we uh, when we change up or change down in size of lures. Yeah. What works for you? When do you, when do you throw a certain like you throw a lure around, and then you go, nah, I'm going to drop down a size. Is it when you see bait, or is it when the tides are different? What yeah, like it's it, it certainly um, learnt fishing for me. So let's yeah. say, um, like when I troll, there's only one lure that I troll, which is your classic, which is my classic, um, and. 80% of the time, it's a 10-foot classic. Yep. Um, if I'm on the outside run, if there's two of us trolling, I'll put a 15-footer on if it's the is conducive to that. Um, and I've caught them on the walls over the years on everything, um, on all sorts. You know, I went through a stage of using six-inch barris, barra baits. I went through the stage of using reedies and, uh, on um, little lucifers and aqua rats and then you name it. So it's not just about the size there. You'll get them on anything. You really will. Um, but through testing and testing and testing and testing, for me, nothing competes with the classic. Yep. That nothing even comes close. And then I'll go fishing with you and you'll put nothing on bar RMG because that's what yeah, you've had your success on. Yeah, so, but um, now if I'm throwing plastics and so forth, and I, I talk to Harbour because that's my main thoroughfare. That's that's where I, I do a lot of my fishing, not only there, but um, but for there, for instance, I, I always, um, I don't like to throw around a six-inch plastic. I much prefer to throw around a three-inch, a three inch, yep. a smaller size, even if I'm throwing at a metery. But what do you change? In wintertime, I always up? go smaller. Yeah. Um, like if they're chasing the big, they very, very, very rarely do you see the barrows buffing the mullet yeah. down the harbour. Um, like cruising around in the Ross. Of course, there's mullet schools and everything, but that is not the main bait. The main bait is herring. Yes. Lots of herring and glassy minnows and stuff like that. So I try to match the hatch where I can there. And like we've mentioned in the show before, don't get caught on that match the hatch. Everyone match the hatch, match the hatch, blah, 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 blah. So they're eating three-inch herring, so that's what you want to put on, a three-inch herring. If that's not working, go complete opposite. Complete opposite. Put on a bloody seven-inch yellow banana yep. lure and watch it get eaten. So you don't. It says don't get caught up with that. Same as um, we were mentioning a while back when we are fishing the um, – the, the drains at Hinchinbrook and so forth, don't be afraid to put on the smaller size prawn or throw away, throw around a little baby seven centre, like a bidgie, yep, for instance. Have a look what they're eating in that drain when we talk about matching the hatch. So, so try and actually do that. But through all the years that I've been doing it and through all the years of people who really know their stuff, what they've been doing, 95% of the time they've got a gold bomber on or they've got a larger sort of a lure on, yep. which is what we throw. And we have a little bit of success for that. Sometimes we get frustrated because they're buffing and they're not eating. That's where you're going to go completely different. Throw on that one and a half inch prawn or throw on the two inch lure. You know, the thing about the two inch lures is most of them that come out of the packet, they've got them little little um, bass hooks on them or, or brimbo hooks that will bend at the even sliding beside a barrel's yes. face so you've got to upgrade and there's plenty of hooks on the market nowadays that are tiny that really pack a punch so you when you're packing your tackle box don't just have the big traditional barrel when we talk barrel lures that's what we talk we talk gold bombers we talk barrel baits we talk uh five yeah. inch castiques and all that sort of stuff that 
is what comes to mind first. So that's what everyone thinks you got to – you can't forget the little stuff. Like 90% of the time when we put a prawn on, it's always that standard four-and-a-half, five-inch prawn because, you know, that's it's a nice-sized prawn. That's what the barrel wants to go down and everything. And then when we look on the shelf at Tackle World, you've got all them different sizes, them little ones that you chase for brim and so forth. Yeah, tiny little stuff. Have a couple in your tackle box. Have it like that – horse jack that i got down at the marina that was on the small prawn that was on the small size one do you do you run with the adage that the bigger the lure the bigger the fish 100 no. percent not no, it's no. An and uh, speaking people... of adages like you say elephants eat peanuts but yeah. that, that's true but they eat forty five thousand of them yeah so but some people work on that if you want to catch big barras in the channel you've got to throw big big lures which is no and then guys who know their stuff your, your reese's and yeah. your, and you know your gestos and that they who really have the points on the board they're going to be like uh-uh uh-uh sure sometimes drop a big gimp down or so forth for the bigger size vibe and, and so forth but no you don't have to uh throw huge lures whereas then you talk to someone like who's an absolute fishing god in, in ryan moody who loves the big lures yes you know he'll go to hectate and throw around the the uh, the um what were they the mutts yeah he's through the but he's got his own um yeah he does of, and they're big rolling lures they are big rolling lures and here's the funny thing and um and uh, Skiff was uh, he taught me this because he'd done a trip with um, Ryan and everyone goes to Hectate and we've we've had some great success at Hectate we've won tournaments out of that but everything's off the bottom right yes so we're dropping our vibes down we're dropping our gimps down such and such dropping our slow pla- soft plastics slow rolling all the way back to the boat um, and we got our barrels that way. Whereas Ryan, once that dirty, everything's about that dirty water line with Hectate or Hecate or whatever you want to call it. And I'm just using that particular place as a, a case in point. But you're in 45 foot of water there in some areas, and Ryan will be throwing around uh, a, a diving lure to three foot, right? So don't get hooked up thinking that you're in 40 foot of water and you can see barrows on the bottom so that's where you've got to be because when the barrows are feeding they'll come right up yes. into that column and that's why um and they'll sit underneath they'll come up and they'll buff they'll buff on the top there and um it's, it's a spectacular take when they do do it and um and skiffy was saying that that's what they did they were throwing around these shallow divers in this incredibly deep water and your fishing brain is telling you put a vibe on yes you you're, you you've you've got no sense here. You've got completely the wrong lure on. No, you don't. No, you don't. And you just have to believe in yourself. Yeah. And uh, and being someone with Ryan's gift is also a bit of an advantage as yeah, well because that's something I wouldn't afford of doing. And then once I started doing it with Skiff, we didn't have any luck that particular day. You can see once you start doing it, the method to the badness, everything clicks into gear and you can say, oh, yeah, I can see how this would work and why this would work. But it's still hard in your head fishing 30 foot of water. And to fishing, be on the bottom. And fishing only the first two foot of that water. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It is hard. And um, But um, they still got to feed. They're feeding all over the place. Feeding all over the place. So... Yeah, and, and look, I like putting a big lure on every now and again, but I'm certainly not opposed to putting a smaller size lure on. And wintertime, it is true, I do downsize, yep. and a lot of fishermen do downsize. Nighty's a great advocate of it, because um, uh, they chase smaller baits in winter. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you still, at some stage, don't throw around a, a five, six, seven-inch lure. Um, I'm not sure if that same method works 
in dams. Like if you go in the middle of June, July, when it's like our 9 degrees, 10 degrees in the dam, are you then putting on a, a small lure in the dam as well? Or are you still throwing your normal larger lures? Because... That's the other thing. In a dam, predominantly, we're throwing a fairly large size lure because we're matching the stripies, the yeah. mouthful right mighties, and them sort of things. Um, in saying that, your squirrel seventy nine, one of your favourite lures, goes. Oh, gets I'd be all right in a dam. I can't hook up with anything in the basin. <laughs> well, it gets absolutely slaughtered, yes. and it's a small lure. Yeah. Um, and you see that used more than what you will the the super squirrel. You know, it's. Um, it's an interesting know. And that's thing. where it's so important to have three or four rods on board and throw all three or four around. I hate myself sometimes when I get home after fishing the night at the harbour, even if I've had a successful night, which most nights are, I'll be honest. Most nights I bring a barrow home. Um, I have four or five rods all set up differently and I'll just get hooked on my one outfit. Your, what is your go-to? I see you using the Shimmer Pro from Berkeley, the Minnow. Love it. It is such a kick-ass, especially for dead slow. That not the not the five point fives and, and upwards. The smaller size. The smaller size. You can wind that thing dead. You can only really wind it dead slow because if you put any speed with it whatsoever, it tilts on its side, and that doesn't do it for me. Um, you throw it in. They're relatively light, so you do a dead slow retrieve, and that tail just goes absolutely ape, ape. And when you put it past a, a feeding fish, it can't help itself. It eats it every time. What I did learn is, as you know, as I've spoken about a million times, white, 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 white. That's my yeah. favourite colour for that. You know, the old the old days of when in doubt, put on gold. It, it's, it's different for me yeah. now and a lot of my very successful fishing mates. When in doubt, put on white. Um, and that's whether it be in the harbour, whether it be in Hinchinbrook, whether it be at, at Morrissey's. So that's what I got stuck on. Now, the other night... I went with um, Ash, and he had about six or seven more hookups on Barra than what I did. Um, he had the dropsy, so we finished with the same amount of fish. But he was using green all night. That's all. That's the only colour he used, and 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 not a um, a subtle light green, like a really really strong green, which is a, a, a long way away from white. Yeah. So then again, that 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 got my brain ticking. I'm like, okay, why, why, why am I stuck on white? And I know what it is because it's appeasing to my eye. Yeah. I can visually see it when it's coming through the water. I'm like, that is going to get nailed because I can see it and I feel confident in it, so I keep using it. Whereas when Ash was using his green, I couldn't see it very well. But you know what? He got more hookups than what I did. So. You've got to step outside of your comfort zone as well. So, and you asked me before, like, when I'm going down there, what do I have? And normally I do have five rods set up. So I have a, um, I have my trial lure, yeah. and um, which is a Barra Classic. So that one's set up because if the, if the weather's conducive, I'll always throw out, especially if I want a big girl, like if I want a metery, then I'll, then I'll troll. Because yeah. that's and you won't just get them. Like I've caught a number of meteries, big, big fish throwing three and a half inch soft plastics around. That that you'll get plenty of them. So I go from there. Have we got a caller? Yes, I have, mate. I've got uh, Ryan from Hooked Apparel. How are you, buddy? Beautiful. Yeah, good fellas. Good. How are you? Good. Hey, mate. You sent me that little message. We might as well um, 
chat about it with you live on air because you're such a awesome supporter of the show with you and Brett with your hooked apparel <laughs> gear God. and vibes and and all sorts. Let me read what you sent, mate. It might be quicker if you let me know. But uh, to my dearest Gary. No, that's the other message he sent <laughs> Oh, sorry, me. I'm on the wrong side. Oh, he said, do you reckon we get stuck on white and neutral colours in uh, in plastics? What do you use, bud? You get out there for a fair old fish and and throw stuff around. Yeah, You've look, got your vibes. I, I'm, I'm guilty of getting stuck on the same things, you know. Like, we see what other people people have produced well on, you know. you got the Reese's and everyone who scream about those code 004s and then there's, you know, different variations of the whites and then they're always throwing around the same colour of the grubs and um, shrimp and and I feel, I you know, I get stuck on my natural prawns because I'm like, you know, I'm going to try and imitate, imitate a prawn here. Mm, yes. Um, so I pick, on the, you know, the, the most natural sort of colour I'm after. Yeah. But then, like, like you fellas speak about, I drag that prawn across the flats at the slowest pace I can bloody think. Yeah think of and that gets swallowed and even the gulps you know the shrimps i, I twitch and just sit it on the ground and that thing's not swimming yeah i'm not really trying to imitate anything natural so isn't that bait fishing? when you look into um the bit of the science behind it i think green and blue are the best um colors that transfer underwater for like a see there. and blue is I predominantly the last color i put on what was that sorry sorry, sorry guys you're a bit quiet Oh, yeah, we've had a few problems with that. Mick from Motorco, we just thought it was because Mick was old. So No. No. All right. It's just our line coming through. Because everyone else can hear us clearly, but except for you guys. Is that any better? No, about the same. You guys are cutting costs in there, are you? I think so. I'll have a, we'll have a talk to Dave. <laughs> so. No, but apparently, so you look into it. So red, red's the quickest colour to disappear. Yes. Um, and blue is the, the longest lasting colour, and... When you read into it, um, and it, it makes sense, you know, when you're diving or spearing on the reef, every every piece of blue sticks out like you know, dogs, whatever's. Um, and you can say balls. Blue, That's a big dog, yeah. mate. <laughs> and it's because the blue hangs around the longest, deeper in the water. Do you like blue lures? Sorry. Do you like blue lures? No, I hate them. Me too. Won't won't run them. What about you, guys? <laughs> Uh, no, one of the most famous colours that went around was the old Barra Blue. Which is a beautiful colour with the a, silver but sides. I've never used it. I don't throw it around. No, neither yeah. do I. Well, I, have a, I had a brilliant um, blue lure, and I remember just oh, one day just cleaning it up on, on Barra, just on, you know, on a few points. Mm. But it lost all its colour and it still caught fish, so I think it's just, you know, just that lure. But, yeah, uh, you know, I don't normally tend to turn to the blue because I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it catches the fishermen rather than the fish sometimes. Well, so remember that there's... When you think the... about it, when the fish aren't really hungry um, and you need to stir them up, sometimes, you, you know, I sit there and think, God, I, I should throw on something brighter, something a bit more crazy, something more silver, but I don't. I just go, you know, these yeah. are my colours, that's what I stick to. Well, there's yeah. a, I should have more in my arsenal. A few colours which which have been very successful, which we don't use, is the Barra Blue is one, hmm. um, with the blue back and the yellow. Yeah, yeah. And well, I was talking about the blue Nils Master Invincible. Yeah. They used to spank the them, and they, and they don't put yeah. it on no well, more. Well, there's the Barra Brown as well, with the brown back. Love the Barra but Brown. But I, I don't throw it around. It is all, well, see, I do throw that around, especially with my classics. Favourite colour. The Barra Brown. The Barra Brown with that... Sort of yeah. undertones of gold down yeah. the side. Can you remember Great. the old brown back ones? The, the, the broken back, um, I think they were Neil's as well. They had the big brown. 
Yeah. Uh, lures with the split back, and they used to produce, but yeah. can't get them anymore. No, no. Well, remember, Nils Master is still releasing lures. You can order them easily um, because they're still making them. There's, still, there. there's some hanging on the wall at Tackleworth. Yeah, and look, let's be honest, they're not a seller, really. Not these but days. Not these days. There's too much else. But... As we always say, you've got to have a few of them in your tackle box. But in saying that, if I was planning a trip to the Territory and I was going to fish Shady Camp or Corroboree, yeah. um, one of the first lures in my tackle box will be a Nils Master Spearhead in a colour called Fruit Salad. Yeah, yeah. Which is green, <laughs> yellow and um, red. A rather boring looking colour, but, but it's a cracker. Yeah. And that spearhead yep. in those freshwater lagoons type set, I'd probably work a treat here as well. But I've had a lot of success in Shady Camp and Corroboree and those areas on, on a fruit salad Nils Master spearhead. And spearhead is one of the most boring-looking actions that you'll see, but it's got a roll. Yes. They've got a roll to it which ignites the fish sometimes. And you're right. We you should can't do put much them with it other than just roll it through. You can't yeah. really, can you? No. But it works. But it the, works a treat. But the the like the technology and the research that went into the spearhead, because when you look at the spearhead, it's got two little wings on the side of it, which yeah. give it those those rolls and shimmies that you get out a of it. A bit that. like our love handles, mate. We get a bit of a roll and a shimmy <laughs> yeah, out of that. That's cruising down the mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, when, you... when you're missing a toe, that's when you're walking around. You're right, oh. oh, Here we yeah. go. Turn it up. I, uh, <laughs> when you... When you're um, picking your vibe colours to to get manufactured, where do you go? What do you? Because do you stick with the the tried and true tested colours, or is there uh, something? So the vibes are different for me, hey. So yep. look, two things. I've, what I what I sell versus what I use are two different things. Um, you know, a lot of people like some of the traditional colours, but a lot of people, um, especially those using the bigger vibes in the reef, love getting into the bright yellows and the bright colours now. Yep. Um, you know, people, people, you know, like we spoke about before, you know, get stuck on one trip when one colour's done well. Um, yep. but with your vibes, like, gosh, I've been to some good rock bars where, um, your blue coloured ones, blue with the, with the black spots or whatnot, have produced one day and then they get outfished by, you know, another colour the next day and you just can't put your finger on it. Yeah, it's and I know Marty's touched base with you know with your real bright green chartreuse colours and whatnot in the past, but I think in the deeper water, bright you know the brighter blue, green, and um, yellowy orange ones are the best. Different yep. out in the reef, I think, because it's just a different sort of environment out there. It's interesting, um, uh, like the shoals in the reef there, Ryan. One of my favourite colours is that fusilier colour with the yellows. Aren't they, aren't they great? They yeah. are so good around reef edges and on shoals. Um, that yeah, that's a, that's a favourite for around there. That's one that comes out with me and and gets a bit of a run. Mm. So I no feel like out in the reef in your, in your deeper in your deeper water, uh, it you want to try and get something bright because you want to try and pick up the pelagic here and there if you get a chance. But because it is deeper deeper water, um, just a bit of a you know bit of a difference out there. There's something that glistens or is it you know a bit yeah. more contrast to what they see. Um, further in the distance is different than you know your estuary um, lures anyway. Yeah, but, it's an, an interesting um, yeah. thing. But they do catch us before they catch a fish. But there is some colours there that you reach for all the time out of your box. And then after, like I'm notorious for changing lures at a regular monotonous stage. I'll if I don't feel good with that lure after four or five casts, it's off. 
and I've got another one out. But then the next day when I go for a fish, the one that I start with is always the one that goes back on there. It's not the one I'll yep. end with, yep. but it's the one I'll start with. Well, you know, we, we, even you know, when you go out fishing with the boys in the bass boats, you know, they've got you know, at least half a dozen rods ready to go with all different types of lures yep. or bits and pieces. But you never see them having different colours. No. No, no you're right. You're right, and we do get hooked on our on our similar colours. But anyway, awesome. awesome. Hey, uh, in, what at any markets this weekend with the hooked apparel stuff, mate? No, look, my daughter's just recovered from her um, tonsils and adenoids out, so we've been smashed at home. Yeah, um, brother, he's, he's travelling around a bit for work. But Where's he been? He's been. So- Brett's been at Cyboy Island or somewhere. Yeah, he's been up there. He um, didn't pack his rod, so he's a silly bugger. What's he do for a um, real job? I don't know if you can call it a real job. He works at Ergon, but um, oh no, yeah, I'm pretty sure they just went out there for a picnic. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, um, good stuff. Hey boys, before before you go, um, just had a question from um, our lads from Blue Collar Tackle. He says, uh, "Hey boys, uh, great show today. Um, what's your thoughts on UV colours on lures? Do you think there is any truth to the rumour that fish, some fish, see in UV?" Mate, it, I'll just butt in there. When yes, you, please. When you when you look at the amount of money that Rapala have spent yeah. on UV stuff, <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, there is something to it, yes. For sure. And yeah, they're not silly. But no. they use red for UV, don't they? Oh, they've got all colours. Right. Like some of their lures, some of the spectrum UV colours in, in their lures. We can't see some of the colours. No. But, oh, when, when... And they have put an incredible amount of millions, resource and money. Yes. What are your thoughts, Ryan? They work, mate. Yes. They work in certain scenarios. Yep. Absolutely. The, the, the testing that, that you know, we've done and even looked <clears throat> and even looked into, you know, other other companies when, you know, the big boys yeah. that do it, that if you look hard enough, you find videos of that, you know, a couple being dropped in front of a fish, even um, over in, uh, with a carp and whatnot. Um, yep. <laughs> and even bass, I think I've seen a video, three, um, like, doe baits being dropped into a clear pond or like an aquarium one's uv get smashed yeah it's it's an interesting thing with a company like rapala when you look at their blue water range very very big on uv colors when you look at their estuary system not so big they're more naturally um type patterns through there so the blue water scenario um yeah huge um creeks and i think sometimes in the estuary you know some of those and and it happens out in the reef as well some of the, sometimes, you know, they're flighty and they're timid and you don't want to be throwing something too out there for them um, <clears throat> because, it, you know, it does stir them up. You know, yeah. sometimes you can't even be in the earshot with your motor guide. You should just be like gliding without anything going on because otherwise they're just too yep. too stirred up that day and not willing to bite at all. So sometimes, you know, you've got to be mindful of, you know, all the... All the um, scenarios going on, the conditions going on, what's going on with the fish. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Awesome. All right, buddy. How can uh, anyone check out your range of gear if they want to purchase some shirts, some vibes, some tackle boxes? Yeah, well, we've just got all our um, new ladies' shirts and kids' shirts in, which is um, awesome because they got smashed last year um, through the markets. We only did a couple of markets and we lost all our ladies' and kids' shirts. I think, um, you know, mums and kids need to feel and see the shirts rather than buy them fellas just grab them oh, yeah. um, and the vibes and the rod sleeves that they're you know they're going out real quick and we've just um pressed the button on the big stuff which is really cool so we're just refining some colors for those big vibes but um yeah just jump, jump on uh hooked apparel 
um, yep. .com.au or on Facebook or, you know, you guys follow um, through very, us. Very lovely. Um, share us on the on all the socials as well. So thanks for your support. But, yeah, uh, thank you for reach yours. Out. Any questions? Yep. Good stuff. Good on you, buddy. Good on you, Ryan. Next time you're in See town, you we'll catch up for dinner again. It's always a good night when Bullymore shouts everyone food. Absolutely. Except he tries to take us to the glory hole. So we'll talk oh, to you later. Yeah. <laughs> good on you, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> See, ya. See ya, mate. See ya, mate. There's Bye. a Ryan from Hooked Apparel, a great supporter. He's of a good the sport. Hey, before we go, yes, I just uh, we had a, uh, a a message from Serge, and I had a bit of a stalk of his um, of his page, and he catches some nice fish. Mate. He's got some nice photos there. Now, Serge says, and now Serge you, is good. Yeah, yeah. Did the Serge do a, a YouTube he video? Does a YouTube I was going to say, I, I think it I've is, seen her. It is awesome, and I mate. think he likes throwing fizzes. Yeah, at the yeah the shot. top water yeah. around the around the northern side Surge, of Henchy. Surge fishing, S E R G E fishing. Well, okay. So, and we forget about this because you brought me a packet of this, these for my birthday last year. Oh, I probably and, got them for free. And they're the clone prawns. These things yes. kick ass. We need to use them a lot more. Yes. Um, okay. So anyway, on the bottom of the tide at Henchy, Surge puts on the eighty-five mil clone prawn, completely unweighted, just on a weedless hook. No run lets it just sink and sit there super slow. The snags, the drains, flats, it doesn't matter. You see the brim and bait fish chase them when it lands and you see them disappear just before something bigger hits the lure. So, you know, and that's what we're talking about, them gimmicks with the banjo minnow and that. Yeah. You use them unweighted with a hook and they just, they glide down. And it's exactly the same as the clone prawn. And I don't know what it is about the clone prawn, but when you look at the reviews on it, and I've actually YouTubed them to see how people do them, because they're, they're a little bit different, but the way they behave as a lure is um, you can see why they get eaten. I bought the MMD splash prawns because Serge used them. I watched them throw them around and thought, I'll give these a go. But I'm not persistent with stuff. I, I fall into the, the category of, oh, this is what I normally use. This is what I'll stay with. So, yeah, Serge's a um, very good YouTube channel, and I enjoy watching his stuff. It's not over the top. It's just perfect, good stuff. So Yeah, send us your YouTube channel. You, you said Serge's Surge, fishing. Surge, fish, Surge, Surge fishing. Surge fishing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's good. I, uh, I enjoy it. And don't forget that. to hook onto the other guys, A&B Hooked, um, Matty, who we had. And Q Fishing with Curry. There's so many. So many. But, uh, but yeah, Serge's is, uh, is fishing up the channel is really, really good. It's uh, a lot of shallow stuff. Um, when they fish it, yep, um, and it's uh, very interesting. And he is right. Um, like we were saying the other other week, I watched one of Jimmy's videos, Falkenberg Jim's fishing, and he he threw an unweighted gulp shrimp, which yes. I've never thought of. No, I, I watched the same video. Very got demolished. Yeah, oh, but well, it was only a small barrel, but I thought it was something a lot better. Yeah, bigger, but it, but it was interesting. So yeah, and the poignant thing that Serge said there is. On a still tide. Yes. Yeah, whether there's run through the day, you've got that small window. And that's like, we'll bring it up again, that no run, no fun, that's the biggest load of crap um, for, for, for a lot of the fishing that we do, especially for barrow fishing. Some of the best fishing you can imagine is it's on fun. a neap tide. Get really? out there on a neap. Let's go to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we'll head up to Lucinda and have a chat with Em and see what's happening around that beautiful part of the world. Hinchinbrook Channel.
wasting that almighty dollar Some people drug through life by their blue collar Some people searching never knowing who to be Well, they run around this crazy town, I tell you that Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later, and NQ batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor.
Is your ute wearing protection? Speedliner is the world's toughest spray-on liner, providing strength and reliability for a wide range of applications. Speedline this, speedline that. Extend the life of your ute tray with Speedliner. Available now at Cool Cars and Customs. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Ark specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking system. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It is 8.44 and that time of the morning to head up to Lucinda Fishing Lodge and have a chat with Em. How are you, Em? I'm very well, thank you. How are we? Good, thanks. How am I coming through? A bit scratchy? Little bit scratchy and, and soft, like you're really far away. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what buttons to um to. I've tried everything I know on this console to try and get you a bit more volume, but uh, but we're going out to our listeners at full pace, so it's all good. What's the weather like? Nice and sunny, beautiful day in Hinchinbrook. It's uh, another day in paradise. <laughs> As it always is. How was Easter for you? Oh, Easter was fantastic. The Easter Bunny found everybody, so that was good. Um, yeah. And we had a really nice uh, bunch of crews in for the Easter Easter rush, and um, everyone had a great time. So, yeah, it was really nice. And even now, still, we're, we're still full up here at the lodge uh, for the end of the school holidays. So, yeah, it's just been lovely time, all the kids and the families, and, yeah, everybody's done some good fishing and good adventuring. So, yeah, it's been a really nice time. There's a few fish getting around as well. There is, and lots of barras, barras. It's nice to see everyone getting their barras on the board. We actually had a guy, um, they're staying down there at the moment, texted a photo through last night of his personal best barra, um, which is a nice big fat one, so I'll post that one up on the, the Facebook page as well. So he's pretty chuffed with himself that he's got his new PB on there while he's visiting. So, yeah, it's been, it's been really good. The crab front's been very slow, but the fishing's been, yeah, phenomenal. Even at the reef um, last week, and that's just been really good lots of cold trout lots of reds um yeah it's it's just been yeah really good yeah whereas it's totally different down here the crabbing has been exceptional down our neck of the woods you were saying that yesterday which is so funny because you aren't even that far away and yeah it's it's amazing how different things can be in different areas but yeah it's very slow on the crab front up here but yeah it's good that you guys are getting some crabs down yeah there. well you may say we're not very far away but if you're a crab we're a long way away that's true yes it's a long walk <laughs> if you're a mud crab it's a long walk if you go sideways. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially if you aim the wrong way and you head out to sea, you've got to come back in. So, But, yeah, That's crabbing's right. been really, really good and the fishing's starting to pick up and weather's yeah. starting to settle down and hopefully starts getting a little bit cooler over the next few weeks and that winter pattern starts coming in where it's nice in the morning and even nicer during the day. And we've actually felt a couple of the, the fresher mornings already um, where you sort of feel, oh, there's a bit of a chill there. But, like, I'm standing out now and the sun, it, it's got a bite to it, but it's definitely not as hard as yeah. it is normally. Well, when we, were down <laughs> but... at, when we were down at Claremont over Easter, I actually had two dunas on the bed in the camper trailer. It was beautiful at night. <laughs> 
yeah, we don't even really get that in winter. There might be, no. yeah, a couple of a couple of days there where we pull out the jumpers. Yeah, you know, oh, it's a bit cold. Oh, it got down to what we wind at ten. Oh, it's freezing. It's like snowing here yeah. when it's ten degrees. And then we talk to um, Gav's mum in Melbourne. She's like, yeah, it's it's like one. <laughs> well, we there was a caravan across the road from us, and they were for, from Armadale in New South Wales. And when we were having a little chat and said we've got two doonas on the bed, they looked at us as if we had two heads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crikey. So, yeah. so no, how, uh, how are you going over the school holidays? Just about finished. Um, yep, everyone just should about be. finished. Yep. Yeah, so there, there's, uh, there's nothing left there at the moment. Um, but during the week, and that if anyone is uh, keen to extend their little holiday, there is a um, couple of availabilities. When it comes into May, we start picking up, getting a lot of travellers coming up from down south. So, so as yep. we're talking about that cold weather, um, so it does start to pick up with the, the southern end of the, the spectrum coming up and getting out of the heat. And um, they yeah like to get their fishing adventures in, in our cooler months. So starting to look uh, really, really nice for the lead up to the rest of the year is looking yeah great. We've got a lot of nice crews coming in and people booking for their holidays. And it's so nice to see like they all come up for about a week and they, you know, they get that time in to really spend the time to explore the area because there's just so much to see. So, yeah, it's shaping up to be a really good year. It is, yes. Yeah. How are we going for uh, accommodation over the next couple of weeks? Yeah, there are some spots in there for accommodation. Um, so if anyone is keen, just give me a call. We can have a look and see what we can do to accommodate you guys. Depending on the size of your crew, we've got all the different uh, sorts of rooms to cater for everyone. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's just... Yeah, we, it's so good. Like, if you've got a couple of friends, you want a smaller room, you got that there, you still can put your boat on the pontoon. If you've got a larger crew, we can, you know, put you guys in the big room. You can get up to eight people in there. So, yeah, it's no matter what, what type of group you got, we've got something for everyone. And if uh, if you don't feel it's a bunch of blokes and you don't feel like... Um Cooking. We got. <laughs> we can. We can. We can split the beds. <laughs> yeah. No. They can walk across the road. Yeah. To, that too. Yeah. To Alan Kerry's place and have a feed and then walk back. Have a feed and a drink yeah. and walk straight back. That's right. Yeah. It's nice and easy. If you want to have a couple of drinks, you don't have to drive anywhere. You can just walk across the road. Yeah. Um, so it's nice and handy. So yeah, we've got everything you need right there. So it's yeah, it's a perfect spot. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. And, and can they jump into the swimming pool over there or not yeah, yet? Yeah, yep, you can walk yep, walk in over the swimming pool over there or that, down at Lucinda Point if you go and have drinks and, and dinner down there as well. They've got a pool down there as well. Yep. Um, we definitely don't recommend swimming in the creek out the front. No, no, that's a, that's a bit of a no-no, although... Yeah, it's a definite no-go zone. Some people complain they come all the way up from down south and can't even get in the river because it's got crocodiles in it. Yeah, we did get that once. You did once, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, em, how can uh, anyone get hold of you if they want to book a room and, and leave? Christmas is coming so quick and the next round of school holidays will come so quick, so they, if they jump yeah. in early, they're, uh, they're securing themselves a room. Christmas is booked out, but New yep. Year's has availability. Um, so you can give us a call on 0477 Now, just because Christmas is booked out doesn't mean that it stays that way. Sometimes people drop off the list and you can get on there if you go on the wait list. Um, yep. But New Year's, I do have availability for New Year's, so it does go off down here for New Year's if you are keen to get away and have a bit of fun for New Year's Eve, come to us. Um, yep. So give us a call, I can book you in for that one. I am loving, I was looking again at the photo comp this morning, Gaz. Yeah, there's a few <laughs> starting to pop up there. Yeah, I was having a bit of a chuckle, so that's, yeah, I'm excited to see if anyone got any more funny photos over Easter. 
So chuck them up on there. There's still a little bit of time to go before that comp closes. I think we're halfway through now. So yes, even if, if they're fish photos, just your fish photos or funny fish photos or funny boating photos, throw them up on the NQ yeah. Fishing Show Facebook page or jump on the Lucinda Fishing Lodge page and you'll find the link to it to our page. Put your photos up. Yes. Yep, sounds good. Can't wait to see them all. <laughs> It'll be good. Well, you've got to choose who the winner is. Yes, I know. I might need some help with that. We'll yeah. be right. We'll go through it. <laughs> all right, Em. No worries. Good on you. You have a nice weekend and we'll talk to you next you weekend. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you later. Thanks, Bye-bye. Em. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. There's Em from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. They've got a couple of... Uh, Rooms available over the next couple of weeks, so if you want to go up for a photo photos. comps, going burko. There's a heap there, mate. There's I was just a... looking through it then. There's Saw some heap. funny ones. Yeah, there is. There's some good. Saw stuff a young there. lady not wanting to get anywhere near to kissing the fish that Dad's trying to. No, give her. no. <laughs> there's some good ones. So yeah, you have a little. You could win yourself a uh, weekend up there. Let's go to a song and an ad break, and when we come back, we'll talk more luring. Uh, or lure fishing and downsizing or upsizing. Yeah, please do. As we go along. Here's a classic I'll talk mode. to you about watching my sounder a little bit too, yes. which is something new that I've been doing and it's working. Yep. I, I do, you always do it in in the, um, say, when you're um, at the mouths of creeks or when you're yep. at Faust or so forth. But very seldom do you do it like in the harbour, yep. for instance, we'll but it's been paying off. That. Okay. i 
with the COVID-19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Time to get styled up with a new car or four-wheel drive from Motorco on Bowen Road. If you want a ute or need more seats or biggest mob, then you should go with Motorco. Great warranty and after-sale service. Motorco can deliver to Palm Island and other remote communities. Motorco, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Bit of kiss there. Oh, love it, mate. Big Dazza mm. rang in and he said, has Marty got his kiss makeup on? And I said... I do. He's always got makeup on. And Big Dazza said, mate, just tell Marty, kiss never wore red lipstick. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, well... Get it off. We'll wipe it off right now. Um, on a bit of a sad, serious note, I was just talking to Zach. Um, for those that don't know, try and avoid the area, but there was a, a serious truck accident this morning, uh, Wilcox Street, oh, that's no near good. Tony Island, between Napa and so forth. Unfortunately, it looks like the driver is um, no longer with us. So really, really, really sad. That's why I always say, everyone, be um, so careful on the roads and on the water. We all want mm. you always back every yeah, Saturday, Saturday sure. morning. Hey, um... Blue water fishing, when you're chasing a mackerel, we all grab the CD18 or the pacemaker. Why or, wouldn't you? Or the Halco. Um, do you ever drop lure size back if the mackerel are being really finicky? Yeah, I, most I definitely. I, you I have definitely to. do. Oh, definitely. Um, look, I'm not going to chase a Spaniard with the flats rats. But a grey you will. A grey, well, that's the only thing. You, you're certainly not going to chase a big grey, even a metre... 20 grey, you're not going to chase with a CD14. No. You you want to put a Flats Rats Tilson. That's where they come into their own, then particular lures. They're perfect. Terry Stevens kind of got it down pat because he, with his downrigger ball, which is where the downrigger balls come into effect, you can troll all around all day over a million mackerel. But if they're in 50 feet and you're trolling in 12 foot, yeah. you, they're just, you, you, you're out of the zone. Hence, you're... 
your, your um, downrigger, drop it down right into that zone. Bob's away your you uncle, go. bang, away you go. Uh, Nathan Kellett just messaged, morning, lads. He said the, morning, wa- Nath. the whiting and brim are going off on the beach this morning. He'll be up oh, the Bushland Beach way. So good beautiful. On. And he, how much fun is that? Mate, I, Nath put some, uh, I don't know where he went, uh, I have a rough idea, over uh, Eastern school holidays with the kids and the fam, um, some of the biggest red claw and, like, Good quality quantity of red claw over the uh, last couple of weeks. So uh, he would have got most of the information from um, Do Adventures. From Do Adventures. Pew pew. <laughs> See you around like a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> so good on you, Nath. Have a good time <laughs> on the beat. Uh, if you're wondering what Gaz and I are going on about, just. Do adventures just, just, YouTube. Just go on the Do Adventures YouTube, <laughs> and and have your liberal hat on with your with the Spaniards dropping back in size. Um, one of the uh, the the good ones is is obviously the Halco. Yeah. Um, we've all trolled the Halco around, but they make the smaller as mm. well, which doesn't hurt. Um, the Samaki pacemaker is another good one in different size. Drop down in a small size in the pacemaker. So yep. So, yeah, it's another good thing to drop. And when we get to the Billfish show, this will be another thing I, I cover because this time of the year when the Billfish are very small, I don't go out and find the biggest five-spot no. gar I could. I go, you want to, yeah. Mate, I go through the freezer and find the smallest gar And I you know find. what? There's a stack of photos coming up of small billies at the moment. Yeah, they must been, be out there. Been a few around, so you just need some water. And when and you it, found when you were with Kayleen and she outfished you, well, I shouldn't I put, put it her away. onto the fish. To just you when se- I put her settle down, se- settle down, Gary. Yeah, when I put her onto the fish, I remember that day. It's every day. For, keep Are you going. done? Yeah, keep going. You're mate. done, please. please right, continue. Um, and you saw that bait school? Yes. Right. What were you in? Like, would it be 30. completely? Unlogical to think because billies have been caught in our shipping channel. Oh, they've been number of times, um, mate. It's would it really amaze you if you were uh, if you raised a bill? No, going over so, a bait school like that. So official or billfish? No, but the chances of it happening really, really rare. The that ch- close in. But what if that same bait school was ten mile out the back of the too island? Too small for me. It was a very, very small bait school. Okay. Um, the bait schools out the back of the island um, are probably. Uh, anywhere up to an an acre, right? Big, like massive. This was just a small pile of bait that's mm. and and this whether it was prawns or whether it was uh, and one thing out the back of the island you're looking for yakkers, right? These weren't probably yakkers. These could have been anything from little glassies to prawns. Yeah, because um, the way they disappeared mm. lets me know they're probably prawns and they went straight into the mud. Uh huh. When it all all the all the action happened and the fish thrashing around amongst them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking they're probably prawns and went straight into the mud how they disappeared. Isn't it exciting when you're in the middle of nowhere and you go through a bait school and you're chasing the finger mark and the rod buckles over, then you start seeing them telltale. They're different to a trevally. A trevally's oh, tail yeah. hints are a lot more aggressive, whereas a uh, um, finger mark are a bit more pronounced, but a bit longer thump. Uh, yeah. I just love it when you just go, oh, you've got a finger on there, well, man. Well, you know it is because they fight, then they give up till they get to the boat, then they fight again. Yeah, yeah. But on that bait school, and here's the funny thing about it, like the lures are only about 50 or 60 mil long. On the, on the Dr. Evils? Yeah, they're not yeah. a massive lot. Well, not including the bib, which the is bib. another 12 centimetres. Yeah, the bib's massive on them. Um, but, yeah, when I got to the bait school, it wasn't, 
Well, I no. Let, wouldn't that open the door to using a whole host of traditional Murray cod lures? Oh yes, and hot and, lips and the likes yeah. of them. And when I was down at Wagga, I actually bought some um, timber ones. With and I, I threw one on to what like orgies or something. Yeah, it was a custom craft. Yep, and it's about a hundred mil long. Yeah, and it looks like it's got a shovel on its nose as a bib, and I threw it out over the side. Right, and. The action's probably awesome for cod, but for what I trolled there, like, it was so tight and, like, shaking backwards and forwards, you could almost hear the rear treble rattling. Oh, that doesn't disappoint me that much. I I could handle that. It'll have have its place. Yeah. But it was just, I don't know, I just, I put it out the back. If it doesn't feel right and you've got no confidence... I mean, how many lures have you brought and they've stayed in your tackle box after pulling it out once for one run and it's there 20 years later? Or eBay? Heaps. I've bought them and gone, yeah, I'll, I'll use this. I never do. Mate, I've had those... Your eBay lures that your mates give you as a present. Oh, I feel... You, you're right now? Did I bring that up again? Yeah. Sorry, mate. Carry um, on. What else have I got to... I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, mate, some of you must be... Uh, Go on, let's try and spit something out of your... Bloody Must gerbil. be a common thing because a few of your mates do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 that sound was my night. Was my night pen being deflected off my microphone? People. <laughs> no, no, it, it wasn't. It was just you, um, mate. It's it was really a tight action, but that bait school. No, to answer your question, if I seen that out the back of the eye, oh, you're going to get me in trouble, Gaza. Will uh, will I fish it? Um, oh heck yeah, yes I would fish it. Yes. Um, even if you, and you said it was slightly dirtier water, so it wasn't blue water that you got your wasn't super super clean. Um, was uh, Kayleen excited when she saw it? When she knew? Oh yeah, relieved. A, that's her personal best. Eighty four, of course, an eighty four centimeter finger mark. Is, Property um, is a real. That's considered a good one. I haven't caught one that big. Eighty two's my best. That's all but right. I didn't tell her that. No, I haven't cracked the golden meter. No, how good would that be? Yeah, and I don't. They're out there. I've seen one or two pictures. Very, very seldom. Yeah. Um, I've seen people holding up finger mark, and they say just made over a meter, and I'm like, no, they're not. That is not a meter. But um, you certainly don't say that to them. No. <laughs> but but you can just tell. You know, when people hold up a, a big barrow and they like a meter, uh, my meter 20 barrow, and you, you, you've caught enough to go, no, mate. No, I'm not going to question you on it, but that's not a meter 20. <laughs> but some people can make 94 centimeter barrows in a photo yeah. look like 120. And opposite way around. Mate, for my barrows... I'd have to put it 150 metres in front of me to make it look like a You know you're going you're gonna to hit uh, a, patch. a patch and you're just going to cream them for a while. Oh, mate. It's... And it will ruin my whole context of coming to this show. Wait. So I need you to stay, stay not very good. Wait until I go down the harbour and start spanking them in that You pond. stay away from there. Everyone else in town can fish it, but you, you stay away. You everyone there. Well... I've got no, and you and I very well know you still got to be able to make them bite. That's it, mate. You can be there as much as you like mm. if they're not biting. But in dropping- and you're right. I don't. I don't keep it secret, and I'm proud of the fact of how well I've done over there on the years. And um, I'm 48 now, and it's sort of like are you really 48, my friend? 
So, and I can share. What are you it's, it's you'll have a big 50th in a Don't look at my years. stomach while you do. Are you, you're, you're trying to, you're summing me up. <laughs> <laughs> you Mate, arrogant little man. We, we're talking about um, about changing in the blue water. Then that brings to if you were um, fishing a bommy or something like yes. that with vibes or, or soft plastics, you don't. Ten, you don't see many people dropping from a dirty big Berkeley gulp soft plastic down to a little Berkeley paddle tail or something on on a reef edge, but which I think is a bit interesting because I think it would work. I think it would work too. Yeah. Well, have a look at a jig rex, or yeah. have a look at your standard oh, jigs. I had one. I had a jig rex. I had a um, squid rex once. But see, that would devastate you. That's like to, to to any other person, like you would have handled that like you've just dropped a thousand dollars onto a. To, onto black. Mate, it was brand new. It was a brand new Lua, second drop. You and money. $25, gone. Oh, I can just hear it out in the boat. It would have been howling and tears oh, no. and stamping on the floor. I stamp, stamp my feet and I sit down and I sulk oh. and I have a tanty. And then I get on the phone and I message me therapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but changing Lua size for your mackerel and stuff like that. It, mm. And... and <laughs> It's horses for courses. It is. Um, if they're eating small, then try small. For sure. Try and if small. that's not getting eaten, then, yeah. Look, you know, the, and, and let's not get into it, but the whole mackerel thing and, and money putting into it, people just aren't going to find that worthwhile no more. Mate, it's getting a bit t- – it's not just there. It's going to be a, a lot. I saw a funny thing the other day with the, the fisheries asking for people to join the working group, to join the new working group. I know – Tell me how you felt when you saw that. Do you want my? You want my? Honesty? You don't have to if no, you don't no. want to. I'll but I was. No, I, no. I thought of you immediately. I was going to tag you for that's not the right thing to do. No, I'll tell and you. And you what. know I don't like shit stirring the fisheries. Oh, I know, mate. They hey, hate hey. your guts. Um, what I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what happened, and and this is honest, honest truth. I've for two years mm-hmm. I've sat on that working group. Yeah. Um, about the Spanish mackerel and what we're going to do and what we're going to do. Sometimes listen to, mostly not listen to. Yeah. Then I'm scooting around social media mm. and seeing a fisheries ad mm-hmm. looking for people for the working group. Yes. So you know me. Oh, I know you very well. Up come the email. Oh, yeah. And it was a whole group email to all fisheries and all the members of the working group. That you group. have sent? But oh, I, no. I sent this. Right. Um, and and I will be honest, um, and I said to fisheries how disappointed I was to find out via social media yeah. that you're looking for another working group. Not just the Spanish, they're looking for all working groups. Yeah. So I put my little piece of how I've spent two and a half, two years mm-hmm. taking days off work, which I don't get paid for, no. um, to do this. And to find out you're looking for another working group via Facebook, mm. um, and I told them I will not be applying for this new one because Good for you. because that um, is disrespectful, mm-hmm. um, and it's a not a nice way. And I said the correct way to do it, if I was in charge, huh. was to send an email out before mm-hmm. to all the working group and go, look, guys, in a week or two, we're putting an application out. You're quite welcome to apply again if you mm. want to, um, and you'll probably be. But that's the correct way to do it. Not for me to look on Facebook and go, "Hey, 
So I knew you would have been cut. So I've just been flicked aside like yeah. a dirty pair of jocks mm. um, after I've been worn for two years. And, mate, that was my real mm. um, thought process. May and I ask, did you get a response? Yes, I did. From fisheries or yes, from no, other members from of fisheries. the fisheries? And they said, no, that it, it is incorrect how we did that. We're sorry. But oh. you, they did it. I've, and, I've had an apology from them too. Yeah, but they you do got a lot fined. of that. Got, I did get fined. But. I was really disappointed because that's not professional. And, mate, it's been two years of the mackerel working group and and I've never been on a working group. And I won't bang on about it a lot, but I was so disappointed to see it on Facebook before I'd heard about it. It made me feel like, oh, yeah, we've used you, you're done now, we'll find someone else. Or your points are too valid. Yeah. So We need suckers. But... Uneducated people, someone who hasn't yeah. been in the fishing industry for forty years, oh. is that what they were looking for? Yeah, My, you know, would you really not want the expertise of a part tackle store owner of someone who's oh. been part of the industry here forever? Well, they wanted me to be on it. They they rang me and said originally because mm. I wanted to be on one of the other groups. I think you just. You know too much. I, I just felt, and and let me put it this way, Marty. Like we've done, we did a lot of yelling and screaming and working together, and like yeah, it was sorry good. about that. Mate. It was good. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. But to come up with the outcome that they've got and bag limits, and and this is another thing I said to them. I've got people asking me when the next mackerel close season is up mm. around. Um, in our northern waters. And tricky questions they're asking you, and I know that you kind of, you want to answer them, but... I I put the closed seasons on our Facebook page. But there were people who questioned them. Not questioned the dates, but as to why. It's just a tricky thing to be a part of. People think you... When you put something up on Facebook that no... Because no one can get hold of this information. Mm. And the reason I, I, I put this up on our Facebook page was because a lot of fishing clubs and a lot of um, organisations around North Queensland organise fishing comps. Mm-hmm. And those fishing comps, one of the main species in those sports fishing or game fishing or normal fishing, family fishing comps, mm. is Spanish mackerel. Right. Nothing has been put out of when the Spanish mackerel closure is this year. So I got asked those questions because a lot of people know I'm in the working group. So I, For me- sure. I message fisheries and go, mate, I've got a heap of people Lying. asking me when is the next close season and there's nothing out. Oh, it ha- hasn't gone into legislation in June. It goes to Parliament. So is that what... There's still a lot of confusion yes. out there. So, so they gave me the dates which correspond to the reef closures, a little bit longer than the reef closures later in the year. And on our Facebook page... Are these there. locked in dates or yes. tentative? No, no, these are locked in. Okay. Because I said to the guys at Fisheries, can I put these dates and share them on my Facebook page? Yes, you can. Okay. So they're locked in dates for the closure this year. Okay. Um, but what they haven't put out is anything saying as of the 1st of July mm-hmm. this year, it drops to one per person or two per person. Not enough of that has been no. said yet. We all, for the mo- no. us and our listeners know, Joe Blow. No, a lot of people don't know, but it'll no. change on the 1st of July. At the moment, you can still take your Spanish mackerel what you're allowed. Yeah. But as of 1st of July, it Have they drops. mentioned anything about grace periods, warning periods, anything like that, or is boom? 
no, it won't be just boom. They'll have to give a month or so and just go, hey, look. But it depends what they're, um, how they put it out there, how it goes out to social media, how it go, how they put it out in the tackle stores. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the big problems I had when I, I wanted to find out about the closed season. There, there's nothing been out. But it's got to go to Parliament to be legislated so it can be... And that's the red tape crap. So, mm. so the the close seasons for for Spaniards coming up. Well, let me see if I can quickly find that. Are, yeah. are around the um, around the coral reef fin fish closure, which it always will be, yeah. because that's the spawning time. Mackerel are no different around that type of thing. So, yeah. so it'll be all the same. But oh, mate, when I seen that they wanted a new working group, yes, I was a little bit. Cut, cut, because you know. So you should be. You know how uh, I passionate. Am, how passionate I am, and how uh, how I am with things when when things don't go my way. But yeah, it was just dis- disappointing. It, it, what would have what would have saved it was an email to all members two weeks before that went out saying, mm. um, "Hey guys, there's new working groups, and and we know we're only on it for two years, mm. but you still let people know. You don't. <laughs> well, it's called respect. Yeah. Here we go. This is what I put out on the 22nd of March, and and the fisheries uh, said I could. If you're listening, hi all. Just thought I would share this year's Spanish mackerel closure dates for Northern Waters. If you are planning a Spanish mackerel trip. These days are out. So Spanish mackerel closure in our northern waters, mm-hmm. this is uh, not the southern, is the 12th of October till the 2nd of November. Right. And then the 10th of November till the 1st of December. Okay, so fair haul. So there's a fair haul there, but that is the mackerel closures. That's not going to affect your traditional schooly Spaniards, but but your big island Spaniards, which a lot of people target, that, that, that will come into effect. Some of the biggest mackerel you've ever seen have been caught uh, a couple of days either side of Christmas Day. Yeah, so just be aware of that. Chris Wilcox, morning, Chris. We'll uh, give you a phone call soon or you can get in here for a chat. Um, Chris sent in a photo of a metre finger mark that the boys got. So, Oh, beautiful. Is, is it a metre? Can yeah. I have a look? Yeah, no. The, is it on our page? No, he private messages me. Right, eh? Because he doesn't like you. No, he doesn't. He does. I'm telling a lie. Liz, it's a good yeah, see, mark. that's a goodie. Yeah, so so yep, yeah, just that's a genuine. Just be aware of those dates coming up and there around the, but it will be announced. It's a hundred percent metery that one. Yeah, but the close seasons, uh, the bag limits change on the first of of um, July. July, sorry, Kyle Curry just, um, which is a bit of a disappointment because that's right smack bang at the start. Basically, we quite often. Um, Say the start of our macro scene season is show day holidays. Yeah, that's the official. Yeah. Start. Yeah. Um, but the mackerel have been around all year. Who are we calling, Gaza? I'm just getting on to Mr. Curry. He just said, "Give me a bell. I'm out at four foot. Whether we can get hold of him or not." Yeah. Um, if you do have an on water report, always um, give us a give us a bell, and we can uh, put you on air and just see how you go. It'll be an interesting thing. Let's go, Martin. Alrighty. Morning, Kyle. How are we, boys? Good, mate. We might be a bit scratchy. We're just having a little bit of trouble with our lines in the studio, but you're coming through fine. What have you caught out there? We got a stonker trout first up this morning, second cast on a five dollar jig. Whoo, mate, baby! Out of a BCF, so he, he went sixty-two on the measure, and he's a 
fat bugger. So happy with that. Fantastic. Good for you. What are you? Where are you? Um, around four foot, eh? Just, just within three or oh, no. Oh, you're breaking up, mate. Are you moving? Just a bit rough, it was. So. It, what's oh it, yeah. What's it like now? I mean, it's rough around the corner. We just come back around the bay. We're just the rocks around the bay. Oh, hey, mate, it's a little bit of a scratchy line. We'll have to um, let you go. It's Are you chasing some barras now? Yeah, mate, yeah. I'll let you go anyway. No, but, no. Yeah, we've got one good trout. Um, can, can we have it? No, he's gone. Can we have your trout? No, oh, that gone. would be great. Thank you. Thanks, No, God. he said yes. You can, but there's good trout. A little bit rough around the front. It'll be those northerlies and stuff like that. So, mate, just getting on to um, your fisheries and the new working group. Yes, I was very disappointed. Hmm, that is sad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sad for you for that. that yeah, it annoyed I, me. Yeah, so, but anyway, let's go. I, to, as soon as I saw it, I went, oh. But it will give me more time fishing, I reckon. That's a bit of a segue into the... The next song. Oh, well, what a great segue, Gary. Did you like that? I yeah, I like that. But please don't try and pretend you're playing the guitar. A little bit more fit time. Looks like you're having a fit. You're thinking about calling in sick. Or just blowing off work. And drive right by that exit sign where I punch the clock from nine to five. I roll the window down and I'll flip at the bird. Catch a thing as long as I catch a buzz and tan. Just a couple cheap fold up seats. I can sit out on the bank and hold your hand in a cold can. Yeah, I'm tired of wasting my time on traffic jams and boss bands and
Wake up with Dave daily. Not literally. I mean, tune in weekdays from 5.30 a.m. for 4K1G's breakfast show. Deadly Dave daily breakfast show. 5.30 a.m. weekdays on 107.1 FM 4K1G. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek boats to the mighty 730 hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha. Townsville Marine Station Sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station you're sponsor. looking for a deadly deal on a used car or four-wheel drive? Then get styled up in your new rig from Motorco. Motorco always looking after our mob with great pricing, proper good after-sale service. And all our vehicles come with warranty. Too right? Why go anywhere else? Motorco, Bowen Road, Ross Lee, station sponsor. When you're a builder and your father and grandfather were builders before you, it's definitely in your blood. Homes by DJ Jones brings that experience and passion to every home. Homes by DJ Jones build quality homes at a true turnkey price with no hidden extras. If you're looking for peace of mind when you build, see their new display home at Harris Crossing featuring the new Tesla Powerwall. Homes by DJ Jones. Your home, your future, their reputation. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Two things happened in 1995. The charge of the North Queensland Cowboys and the charge of North Queensland Batteries. 27 years later and NQ Batteries are still charging in Townsville. Now providing Victron solar and recreational systems for campers and 4x4s. For all your battery needs, back the local team and search North Queensland Batteries. See their new showroom, 177 Ingham Road. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G <coughs> Fishing Show. A little bit rough out the back there. Yeah, by the sounds of it, a little bit N- choppy. From NQ Fishing with Curry Kyle. Yeah. Goes right on the crabs, that lad. He does indeed. Bought himself a handful of the Ultimate Pro Crab pots. Yeah, and he's loving them. And he's loving them. They've got a good reputation. It was funny. I told you what happened, didn't I? I won four of them because I was the 900th prescriber to their page. Well, where are they? 
Well, no, because I had to say, mate, I, I, I got to be honest with you. Where I'm, um, I'm Marty from the NQ Fishing Show, and he's gone, oh shit. How did and you he, not know that when he rings you? I know it's just it, it just literally goes, how uncanny is that? He goes, that's it, nine hundred. No, he's a good lad, very very polite. We had a chat, so um, so yeah, no, but he's he's going to send us um, one down each to have a bit of a play with man, which will be good. So yeah. hey, I was talking to Hayden during the ad break, and they, he was saying that the the barrows are stacked up on the um, rock walls, but he just couldn't get them to bite. And um, I said I mentioned to him that um, I, I jig troll, which he and I said I'll explain it, and I have explained it before, so I just make it nice and quick, so I don't sound repetitive to people that yeah, often listen troll. to our show. Yeah, so uh, basically, um, I, I know which section of the wall I want to troll and I know where my strike zones are. Or if, I do, if I'm not in particular strike zone, if I see a fish come up, if I know there's a barrow there or something, as soon as I come into that strike zone, I always have my lure around about 30 to 40 feet out the back of the boat. I love it. I yep. love that the, the, uh, my lure coming through not long after my boat's being through, that little bit of um, yeah. turbulence, the, the fish are alert and so forth. So when I spot a barra, within about three seconds after going over it and idle, I'll, I'll click out a gear. And then when I click out a gear, I simply um, let the boat drift. And while it's drifting, I will jig. And I'll just go tap, tap, tap of the lure. Have we got a caller coming through? Yeah. Oh, we do. What was that? Hang on, Troy. I'll put you... Hey. Put Troy through, buddy. There he is. Get him there. Morning fishing show. Morning. I just want to get some lotto numbers. Oh. You most certainly can, buddy. Troy, your number is 42. 42. And who else for, my friend? Uh, Trevor. Trevor is 43. And Trisha and Casey. Trisha, 44. And Casey is 45. Thank you very much. You have a good show, eh? You too, buddy. See you, man. Oh, I thought, thought Troy might have been on the water. It sounded a bit scratchy. Yeah. Yeah, so basically when I come through, and I know that there's a barrier there, I've got a good chance of getting the strike if I come across a slightly deeper part of the wall or a bombing or so forth. I'll click the motor into neutral. So essentially yeah. all I'm doing is drifting over the spot. As soon as my boat starts losing momentum or when I'm flicking the lure, I can't keep the depth of my lure. I'll simply click it back in the gear again. Yeah. And... If I'm still in the, where I think the strike zone is, when I click it back to gear, I'll click it straight back out again. Because, like, with my boat being the 175, I've got a lot of prop, so it gives it that nice bit of burst, straight back out of gear again, drift for another five or six metres, and the whole time I'm just jigging. You're, it's all about the pauses. You will get eaten on the pause every time. And it's such a fantastic feel because you're like, jig, 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 bang. And you get nailed that, and you feel it woof it down, and you always get excited when, when you get a, you know a particular hit like the smaller barrows, them seventies yeah. and sixties, eighties, when and they hit us like bang, they hit it hard, really, really hard, because they're even though they've still got a bucket mouth, they're hitting most of that lure with their mouth, so you feel every bit of it. Now when you get a metery or bigger come out and they woof it down, normally they just go and woof sucks it down and woofs it down. And then you feel this, this real sharp that you still know is a barra. And then you're like, oh, that was a proper hit. And hopefully everything comes together and you start losing a whole lot of line very quick. Then you just see that sucker dancing across I, the bay. I swear, <laughs> if I troll, I don't jig troll. I just troll and then drop back and just yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I uh, look, uh, which is, and you do it the way the Territorians do it, and yeah. you've caught your fish. Yeah. Um, my way, I find successful for me, and it just kicks yeah, ass. I, mean, I find whatever works for you is the yeah. way. Yeah. But the thing is, you've got to learn how to do it because. Um, you're really, really, really clumsy when you start learning. You keep getting rod line twists around the end of your rod, which is dangerous. If you get boofed, you're going to lose the tip of your rod. Oh, yes. That will happen. You sort of you, – you feel goomby. You, you're jigging it all wrong. The, the thing about when you jig – when you're jigging that lure, is you drop your lure back slightly so you get a slight bow in your in your line, and then you, when you bring it up, you don't want it to go brr brr. That's not jigging. You want it to flick it. So instead of the lure going brr, you just do these little jigs so it's go. Yes. And that way your lure's just going bump 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 to the side a little bit. It's staying in that strike zone. The rattles or whatever's hitting the vibration. It's not all about rattles. I like the rattles. And when, you, when you're in the pool and I jig it to listen to what it sounds like or, or I get someone to retrieve the lure, I can hear the different jigs. Like when you pull it, they go... Oh, and you it just, hear, it's yeah. a bit off-putting. But when you flick it, you just get that... It's this one single and it, it ignites the barra. I know it sounds silly, but... That's look, I've caught a lot of barras doing it. So, and you were saying your colour, you like that barra brown. I do. Of a night time, I like uh, um, Guns and Roses is great. Gold, yeah. and it's funny. You know how I say white, 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 white. When when I troll, white's one of the last ones that I put on, and I don't put on Ghost. It's weird, isn't so, it? So, did you want to take that and hope that it's a question for you? Oh, or it might be Gordon. Yeah, yeah, it could be Gordo. I've got to give Gordo a ring shortly. So, hopefully. You never know. Morning fishing show. Hey guys, just chasing a number, mate. No problem, buddy. Hey, you're number forty-six. Who have I got, man? Yeah, Mick Thompson. How you going, Marty? Hey, good, Mick Thompson. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. What's the plan for the weekend, Mick? Ah, uh, work, mate. Work. Oh, okay. No dramas whatsoever. Oh well, I hope your uh, working weekend goes fairly quick. A bit of time off through the week next week. I take it. That's it, mate. Hook in next week. Good on you, brother. Well, you look See after you, yourself. Bye. Good on you, Mick. You, mate. Bye, mate. Yeah, so it's interesting with your, with the downsize of lures and, and all that type of thing. It, yeah. Well, there, and then there's a whole... It, you'd be surprised, and I know we've spoken about this before, how important hook selection is, not just for strength and so forth, but how your lure reacts. Um, like, uh, let's say uh, a... Um, a Redick. Yep. That, um, or Redick. What is it? Redick? 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 If they tomato, call it Redick. Tomato. Yeah, potato, for sure. Potato, Fair potato. enough. Dynasty, Dynasty. Well, very good. Redick. I wish I didn't ask, but very Redick, good. Redick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay, so, you, you get, uh, let's say Redick. If you change that from the BKKs that they have on, yes. and you put owners or you put a VMC, it's no longer suspending. You have to make your yeah. lure behave the way it's intended to. And like, and, and you're the same as me, and, and not all barra fishermen and not in all scenarios, but most of us like a slowly rising lure yes. or a still lure, not a slowly but, sinking lure. But what you've got to remember with the, with lure companies, the re reason they've put those hooks on it is because they've done a lot of testing. They have. To work those hooks out. And we just go bang, get them off and put these on. Of course it's going to change. Of course. And that's why you've got to match the hatch with the hooks. Yeah. But with more strength. There is no point getting a lure like a, a squirrel, for instance, that's designed for big fish, for barrows, that you can bend with your fingers. No. It's, it's, it's a waste of time. It defeats yeah. the whole purpose. The if you're throwing it at an American largemouth bass, 
yeah. they have the fighting fighting capabilities of a sock. Good socks, though. Good socks. That's fair enough. But you put that in the mouth of a eighty centimeter mungie. Uh. Uh-uh. No. And they catch good trees. Same as remember that when the when the gold bombers uh, before they brought the saltwater series or the barra series out as they call them, they used to all come with them bronze. Yes, they did. The, the complete waste of time. Complete. Yes. And we all made the mistake of leaving them on there and hook onto a mungie and it just... Did you know, back in the day, when when you bought your gold bombers with the brown hooks, there was a tackle store up at Mossman yeah. who was importing his own bombers and had them $5 cheaper a bomber with good hooks on it. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, when I had my store... Um, yeah, there was a little tackle store in Mossman, huh. and he imported his own in, and they had the good quality hooks. So on. you got them on your shelf for $12, he's got them for $7. No you, no, you don't do that. You know what I did one day? I went into... I thought you said he was $5 cheaper yeah, than anyone else. Yeah, sorry. I, I went to Kmart in Smithfield, Yeah. and all their RMGs hanging on the wall. This was before the chrome-type colours came out, just your plain colours. Mm. And from the 90s to the 150s were $1.25 up to $1.90. Unbelievable. I filled a shopping trolley. We are talking about colours, and, and we mentioned this last week. I know you're going to make a call in a moment. Yeah. But you, you one of the Berkeley lures that you gave me to give a try was a transparent one, clear. Yes. I, and I said, I'll never use that. And um, I'd love to hear people's opinion. Put it on our page or something. Do you use the transparent lures, the, the clear lures that are see-through? I just can't get my head around it. There's not enough, um, what what would I say, presence in the water yeah. for me to want to use yeah, them. But you so. you like using them. Yeah, well, you look at I'm a, trying to say swap colours for me, that's you all. Look, oh, well, I'll go through the box. It's all right. Thanks. But you look at a prawn, they're fairly translucent. When you look at a prawn, they're pretty clear. Let's go to a uh, ad break and hopefully we can get hold of Gordon at Cleveland Bay Seafood. Is that your little dig? Is that it? They're pretty clear. Have a look at the prawn. They're pretty clear. You see through, mate. Mr. Invisible. Whatever. Play the music. No, it's a song and then we'll Gordon and then. Well, that's what music is, Gary. No, sorry. It's an ad break. Professional. With the COVID 19 lockdowns coming to an end, it's time to book your escape to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Lucinda Fishing Lodge is North Queensland's best kept secret and only a short drive from Townsville. Take your family, take your mates, and take your boat. With unlimited kilometres of the Hinchinbrook Channel to explore or just a short trip to the Great Barrier Reef, the time to book is now. Lucinda Fishing Lodge, what a great escape! Listen to Fishing Lodge, station sponsor. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbet. Station sponsor. You know, I used to love going walkabout, but ever since that Motorco mob delivered me my four-wheel drive, I stopped walking. Thanks to Motorco, I now prefer to drive about. They even arrange finance. Just to let you know, you need a new rig, you should go with Motorco. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. 
Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town, with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli, and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. 20 minutes to go. I've been trying to ring Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafoods, but just let's go through his specials. Fresh whole blue salmon, $9.90 per kilo. And fresh blue salmon is lovely when you get hold of that. And he's got some good specials on... How much a kilo? Uh, $9.90 a kilo. That's super cheap. And, and blue salmon is underrated. Hey, don't don't knock blue salmon, mate. It is look beautiful. fresh. You got to eat them. Don't don't freeze them. But no, so, I wonder if you cryovac. And it's the most important tool, apart from lures and rods and reels, that you guys and girls need to go and buy. If you don't have a cryovac machine and you freeze your fish, you are losing out big time. He's got some good uh, fresh oysters there. He's got specials on mud crabs. He's got some big fresh barras and mackerel and reef fish. So uh, head down to Cleveland Bay Seafood next door to Tackle World. Buy yourself some fishing gear. Yeah. Drop next door and get yourself some uh, beautiful seafood from Gordo at Cleveland Bay. Most of it. Don't forget, when you're rigging out your boats, uh, batteries are such an important thing, and especially the way you charge your batteries. Paul from ALEC, um, go and see... Paulie and Carol Ann, and, and uh, they are absolute gems. Their work is absolutely beautiful. They, um, When you look underneath the console or under the cabin of the wiring work that they do, put it in the harnesses, they put the piggy bags, they, the, the fuse boxes and, and so forth. It's just absolutely yeah. immaculate. I'll tell you what, nine ninety for a kilo of blue salmon, that's a pretty good price. That's a really good price. Yeah. So, that's a really good price. So and, and that's because the general consensus on blue salmon, like the market people, we decide the market value. People like, when when enough people say coral trout's the best fish in the ocean, that's when coral trout goes up to 60 bucks a kilo. And fair <laughs> enough. It's true. but And there's a massive majority of people out there saying that blue salmon is not their favourite fish and they wouldn't keep it. Hence, $9 a kilo. But you and I both know, eat it fresh. Oh, eat Absolutely. It. Well, you catch a queen fish and put it on the barbie, oh, it is so tasty. Yes. Dead set. Anything fresh is uh, is really nice. Got a lot of messages coming through from. We have a go. stack of messages coming through. Here if we... you want to get your boat wrapped also, Here guys, don't go. forget who's, about Kai Signs. Give them a call. This? Clint has sent us in. What date is it today? There we go. Hey, guys, great show again. Rapala X-Raps 30s and 40s on the Spaniards. Yeah. Never miss, unless a full moon where they must feed at night. And he sent me some uh, some awesome photos of... Uh, I can't see the GPS coordinates. Clint, do you Clint. do you chase the... Um, I know you can't answer, but send us a message. I'd love to... Do you actually chase them, troll for them on a full moon? Because I remember many, many years ago, people would laugh at the pros saying that they chase the Spaniards on the full moon like coral trout. They're only a, a daytime species but i know for a fact that you catch the spaniards on the full moon at night time and some good uh, ones there is one of the young fellas love down, to know if, if clint does it there's a down um down mckay way one of the young fellas mm-hmm. on the uh 
on the working groups a pro mackerel man. He loves right. fishing for bigger Spaniards at night. Okay. Perco just sent us a uh, message, a photo, heading up the channel to do some work. Uh, very nice a cam. Looks beautiful. So uh, keep those messages coming in. We enjoy looking at them. Oh, Marty, you shouldn't have sent me that. No, you didn't. Mate, we're getting on, like, the lure fishing. A lot of people don't do the lure fishing. So what No, we'll, can you delete that? What we'll do... <laughs> I don't think Beck will be happy with that. Um, <laughs> well, it's on Beck. <laughs> we're in a wheelbarrow. Uh, <laughs> oh, private joke. Let um, that one slide. Next week, um, you're not coming in because you're going to have a nice little break because I've had a few weekends off. I'm going to have a rendezvous, mate. I've got... I've got um, so I fly down to Melbourne... Um, on this Tuesday to see if I've won rep of the year. I hope finished. you have, mate. I hope you're I have. Very good. I don't. That look. There's 67. I'm proud. I'm either first, second, or third. I'll take any one of them any day. Very proud to be in that situation. Then I come home, and then as a little bit of a treat, Beck and I are going to have uh, the following week off. So yes. we're going to shoot up to. Um, Hinchinbrook and have a bit of a play there and then we're going to spend a uh, night or two at the casino and then we'll do this and we'll do that and take back into the harbour and show her the sites in the harbour so oh are you now <laughs> my <laughs> development sites so it'll be very nice oh yeah watch him Beck mm-hmm. we all know about his sites in the <laughs> harbour Poor old Bex at work today. Yeah, so you're, um, you won't be in next Saturday. I've lined up Shez to come in for a chat. Very good. About her camping and caravanning and fishing exports. Yes. So uh, they've been doing a little bit of tripping around in the van. So it'll be it'll be nice. Almost time to give some stuff away, Marty. It is almost time. I'll uh, I'll play a song. Wait up. Let me have a quick squiz here. What have we got? Um, this must be... Uh, Rucker sent in a message. Morning, Brett. Uh, from our show sponsors at um, Boating and RV, who also look after Gaz and I. Hi, Marty. We have a Hummingbird 360 transducer in stock. They've been pretty hard to get at the moment, so they're back-ordered for over 10 months. So anyone who's chasing a Hummingbird 360 transducer, uh, the boys and girls over at Boating RV have one in stock. Next week we'll be crossing over to uh, Motor Marine and having a talk to Fran and seeing what gear they've all got in stock there as well. Their shop, their um, uh, outside in their boat area is absolutely packed at the moment, guys. There's that many Heaps. boats. Good it's stuff. looking Rocky. really good. Rucky just sent us a video. It looks like they're lifting by crane a big pump out of a pit. So he's enjoying the show but not enjoying work. So uh, have fun Leaving out. Leaving the West. finger mark alone. Yeah, we're That's getting one up. little trip I wouldn't mind getting on. I always tell everyone I showed him everywhere to get those fish and the proof's in the pudding from the other week when I was out there in Kayleen. You pointed towards the ocean, I Gary. I put Rucky on those fish. You pointed I towards the ocean. So anyone who sees Brett Ruck with massive finger mark, he can thank me. Super guide. <laughs> Let's go to a song and an ad break. Mercy. And when we come back, didn't I, Brett? Tell everyone. You're making me look bad. <laughs> hey! Come on! What? Oh. what are you doing? Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Hey, you gotta get to work! What? I can't hear you! You gotta get to work! What? Oh, you, Come on, man! You smell bad! Come on! You smell really bad! You're gonna lose your job! Oh, oh I, I, I gotta do something! We'll be right back. 
harder than hell to go to work right now. My boss is a jerk and he smells like a cow. Payments are late and I can't get a break. Well, I can't catch that. it up and give it a cast hoping i can catch me a big old bass flip her in the boat and give her a kiss well i can't get a from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Flagship destroyer boats are built for North Queensland conditions. Higher sides, wider and deeper. Built strong, built to last, built to fish. Flagship destroyer boats are only available at Townsville Marine. All powered by Yamaha Outboards with Yamaha Finance and Insurance. With models from the 435 Creek Boats to the mighty 730 Hardtop models and everything in between. There's a destroyer boat at Townsville Marine to suit your fishing. Destroyer boats, Yamaha 
Towns for Marine. Station sponsor. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Boy, it goes quick when you have fun. Doesn't it? Yeah, even though we know nothing about fishing, we can talk for three hours and make it sound like we're legends. I can't even argue with that comment. No, true. It's true. What are we giving away, Marty? We've got it's time for our giveaways. If you Mate, what would you like to give away? If you didn't get in our draw, just keep trying when we're on the ads because we get so many people ring in. Yeah. And it is very, very hard. Now, to... I spent the actual ad breaks pulling out because we didn't make 100 today. It's a bit quieter on the on yeah, the bingo front. Everyone must still be on holidays or something. Yeah, like so, that. Um, so I've taken the numbers out. So we've got the right amount of numbers here. You know what that Because I didn't want to draw out 90. You know what that means when we don't get a lot of people ring in for the prizes? I can drop it down from three to two prizes. Marty, a $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood voucher courtesy... <laughs> no, you're not. Courtesy of Gordon at Cleveland Bay Seafood on Ingham Road there. Call in. I uh, got $9.90 blue salmon fresh, so uh, jump in there. It's got some mud crab specials, oysters, prawns. Everything is beautiful, so head into uh, Cleveland Bay Seafood. Here we go. Here we go again. World. What's Gary's weakness? Te- men. I tell you what, if you also, if you want a new pair of Crocs... Head into Tackle World. Not only have they got the House of Yeti, yeah, they have the House of Crocs. It's wow. another fad. Yeah. Another you could fad. do with a decent croc too, that's for sure, buddy. Okay, number 41. 41, and that is? 41? Oh, this is easy because they're all numbered. Talesia. Talesia. If that is your number 41, jump on the phones. You have won yourself a $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher, courtesy of Gordon and the gang down there. Morning Fishing Show. Oh. oh, you've hung up on them. No, hang up. Morning Fishing Show. Good morning. Is that you, Talicia? Yes, it sure is. Hey, you have won a awesome $50 voucher, courtesy of Gordon and the gang at Cleveland Bay Seafood. Awesome, sounds good. And if I remember correctly, you have a seven-year-old celebrating a half-decent day today. Yeah, celebrating his birthday today, so Uh, having a good time. Excellent. All right, well, you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this show. We appreciate it. That'll be – I'll drop that in at Cleveland Bay Seafood on Ingham Road next door to Tackle World for you after the show. So if you head in after 12 or something like that, it'll be there for you. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. Good on you, Felicia. See you later. See you.
Bye bye. Bye. No, hang up on her. There we go. See ya. That was awesome. Yeah, good job. All right, what do we got? Let's give away the Tavern Meats. Last Tavern Meats voucher. Last one, thanks to Mal. What happens if Mal wins it? Because Mal's in there. $25 Tavern Meat voucher courtesy of Alan, Pete and the gang at Tavern Meats. And the winner is number 11. 11 is... Oh, 6, 7, 8, 10, 11. Alan! Alan, you've won yourself a tavern meat voucher courtesy of Pete and the gang and the crate man all Al down there. So uh, awesome stuff. Jump on the phone to Al. Here he is straight away. He's all over it. <laughs> Good on you, Alan. The morning fishing show. Hello? Hello, yes. It's Alan. How you going? Good, Al. How are you, mate? Good, good. Hey, you've won a $25 tavern meats voucher. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the line is pretty... I can only just barely hear you. I'm glad you can't hear everything because um, uh, Gary just dropped a little poop-off in the studio just as he picked oh, up Marty the phone, so we we're laughing. No, we're la- that was Marty. <laughs> oh, liar. He's got wind. <laughs> Bad wind, Al. Hey, Al, I'll drop that off at uh, Tackle World for you so when you're floating by, it'll be there for you to pick up. Good on you, fellas. Good show. Thank you. Good Thanks, on you. Al. See you, Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. There's Al picks himself up the $25 tavern meat voucher. Now the Iron Man bag with the crab measure from Alitech, the rid insect repellent, the fish measuring sticker from Tackle World, the, the eagle claw hooks. North Queensland fishing show. Prawn. Mm. The... What a, a hummingbird hat in there, flat cap. So yeah, and the flat caps are designed that you can bend them around like a like a trucker's cap, like I like to wear yeah. mine or guys. So yeah, right. They're so a good thing. Pull out Peter's name. Let's do it. Go again. Bill's name. It is Fred. It is right beside it, number twelve, which is Brian with a Y. Brian with a Y. Jump on the phone, Brian with a Y. He always says that, doesn't he, Brian with a Y? He's a lovely man. He is. He plays indoor cricket and not very good. Jump on the... Was that number 12? Did you just have a little stab? Yeah, just a Brian. It's all good. Jump on the phones, Brian. You've won yourself this awesome Iron Man 4x4 bag with a heap of other goodies from Alitech, Rid Insect Repellent, Tackle World, Eagle Claw, Hummingbird. There he goes. Takes them a while, Marty, to jump on the phone, but they get there eventually. Morning fishing show. Good morning. Is that you, Brian, Brian. with a Y? That's me. That's a You were right. I couldn't find my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently you're a shit cricketer as well. Indoor. Yeah, uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, buddy, that's why I don't play much anymore. <laughs> I got sacked. Oh, good yeah, job. They don't pick him in the team. <laughs> I can't make it. <laughs> no. No, he goes all right. Hey, Brian, I'll drop that off at Tackle World for you. It's got a crab measure, a hat, a measuring sticker, um, eagle claw hooks, red insect repellent, a bit of all sorts in there for oh, you. Sounds good. Perfect. Good on you, Brian. Congratulations, you, Brian. mate. Cheers. See you, yeah, mate. Bye-bye. There's a Brian with a Y. So uh, all prizes done and dusted, and thanks, everyone, for them. Oh, also in that bag is the uh, Berkeley uh, slime, dip-on slime. So do you mm. um, have you ever put a uh, – we've got a couple of minutes to go, mate. Have we you, do. Have you ever put a, a fish attractant on a blue water lure when you're trolling for marlin and stuff? No, I have not. 
I read a really interesting... Would you get the blue water one, like a pilchard smell? Yeah. You, yep. It doesn't matter with a fish attractant, I don't think. But mm. Like the classic good old aniseed garlic that attract anything mm. um, and then some of the new ones, the blue water flavours and those uh, have been around forever. So Yeah. So it's worth a try. I've done it with um, with my blue water gar. Like if I'm chasing a few marlin... Mal's just sent a message. If I won the, the, the Tavern Meats voucher, I'd want to redraw it. You're a good lad, Good Mal. on you, Mal. We're out anyway. So next week we've got some other awesome prizes. I'll have a fish measuring sticker from Fibre Finish and our yep. bits and pieces. So, so yeah, mate, I've, I've tried it. Um, I've Especially on my garfish. I'm trolling a garfish. And I, I read a really cool article on billfishing years ago hmm. um, of when you get a billfish it doesn't have to be a billfish it can be a mackerel or anything right. at the back of your boat um just and it's not really cracking your baits or your lures um always have a little bottle of tuna oil with you hmm. and little t- secret tip if that fish is really reluctant in in the spread of lures or baits just dri- start dripping bits of tuna oil over the back of the boat there we go that's a little that's a little insight into that type of fishing. Very good. I look forward to the show and um, I will uh, listen eagerly. Now, speaking of listening e- uh, eagerly, we'll have Chris Wilcox in in a couple of weeks and he's going to drop the bombshell on how he catches his big golden grunter. Gobblers? Grunter. <laughs> oh, the big, I thought you said the big golden gobblers. But but no, the big golden God grunter. love them. Chris will uh, help. I can't believe I said that. If, if anyone that knows, we're talking about the giant catfish, which is called a golden cobbler. And uh, I was having the Marty moment one show, probably three or four years oh, ago. longer. And I called it a golden gobbler. And um, that was it. You know how Gary thinks because he's a sexual deviant. <laughs> it's just gone straight to his head and he's never let it go. Never let that, neither. The old golden gobbler. Mate, you've had ne- a few of them. Yeah, you've never let that golden gobbler glow either. Let's go. <laughs> it's the end of the show, everyone. Like we always say, um, please be safe on the roads please. and uh, on the water. We want you all back next week. Anyone uh, out and about, uh, don't forget, uh, look after each other. Marty, you have a awesome week off next week. I am, my friend. Shez is coming in to help me uh, run the show and pick out a few I hope you have a great show. It'll be good, mate, because Shez has been doing the glamping in a caravan. They've thrown. She doesn't work, does she? Yeah, she works at the bank. Well, hang on. No, she turns up at the she bank. She turns up. Sometimes, not yeah. often. I tell you what, if Shez got paid by the word, she'd be a millionaire in that bank. <laughs> She's a chinwagger. So we'll have um, Shez in. You have an awesome break, mate. You it'll, too, buddy. Thank you. Be, uh, it's been a great show today, as yep. always. I'll let you. I'll let you know how I go in my awards. Yes, please do, and I hope you do well. I know you will because I know how uh, good you are at your work. You're the only person. I love I, you guys. You're the only person I uh, recommend for jobs. Ah, uh, you're my best mate. Good on you, buddy. Have a nice weekend, everyone. We'll catch you all next week.